Ah, uh, look, look, look. Del boy brought the bars back. I'm serious as a heart attack. Beef with me, don't be starting that, cause I'll put a dent in your starter cap. I came back with a vengeance. The energy is through the ceiling. I played the good guy for too long. I done turned into the villain. Mm. My pen need penicillin. Cause what I'm writing too sick. I'm about to paint my car all white and call it the cool whip. Get it? Niggas know not to fool with it. I told you what to do with it. One man wrecking crew with it. Leave you black and blue with it. Let me switch the flow. I gotta get the dough. Niggas really know what it's hitting for. It's just difficult like a figure four. Man, this nigga. So original, face to face stuff, no subliminals I really grew up around criminals, individuals that'll come into you Niggas like dough, what got into you? Inspiration, STF, you quit hating I'm working hard, congratulations Greet me with salutations, I'm getting into meditation Today is like a celebration, I wrote this at a gas station That's why the bars are so flaming Man, God is so amazing, nah, I ain't done rapping They say dough ain't the go, huh? Tell them all to quit capping Quit asking me what happened Just know I'm all about the action I came broke to getting practice this edition by subtraction About to raise up the roof with it Hit the booth and tell the truth with it Halloween go get spooked with it Pull up quick and take your boo with it Yeah, do you get it? It's time to go and start the show I'm never feeling like a hoe Justice League episode 38 CT Let's go, no hey. I'm really not done rapping I brought it back to the essence Gotta, got rep- Ah It was meant to be Yo I had more bars Man and we're gonna just leave that there Let me tell you something, brother I <sighs> I am, I am hey, man. staunchly shocked. I, I'm staunchly shocked. I had more bars too. Brother, here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know how long that was, but that, that was I rapped song. until the beat stopped. Woo. And you know what's funny? Two things. One, y'all don't know this. Well, first of all, uh, welcome to the Justice yes. League podcast. Hey, I hope you guys like that. I am your boy, Doughboy. CT is dope. Yes, and this is the and Justice League. brother, yes. you... You came to the door. It's ready, man. With business, business attire. You had business, business and casual, I'm like, man. Because right, I had start, and I, that's why. <laughs> you know, because I just, you know, I, I definitely love the fan base. I love donation. I love Team CT all day. And you know, people were like, "Yo, man, we want the bars back." Tangerine that got on my case. I said, "Man, let me." Get, I just, you know, I mean, I'll be back bars. next week with some more too. So, uh, yeah, there was a couple. Uh, well, here's the thing. Yeah. The people have been saying, yo, why don't you just say one, it's almost like a theme song of sorts, just like one, stick with the exact same flow, Yeah. but I love your motivation. Like, switch yeah. it up when you feel motivated. Oh, man, I was just like, yeah, you get at a gas flows, station, and huh? you get a flow, and you get a flow, and you Ooh, get Everybody get flow. Everybody getting flows. How was your, uh, let's get into it. How was your- Brother, uh, we got to let them bars breathe for a second, bro. Hey, I, I said some things. I said, said I'm about lot. to paint the car all white yeah. and call it the cool whip. whip. Get, get it? it? <laughs> mm. Yo, so let me let me tell you kind of how things just besides cut. the fresh cut and the beard. I mean, okay, that always amazing. I mean, you know, tell us about you yourself. Know? So, um, special shout out to your beautiful wife. Thank you, Tangerine Thomas. Um, I feel like she right helped to the microphone, man. Oh, I wasn't into it. Okay, um, I really felt like she helped me snap out of my creative funk that I've been and apparently with me as creatively I go Mm -hmm. life goes so I like I have been in here the last couple weeks I haven't been having bars I haven't been having new nickname alerts new nickname alert wow this I'm still on the bars uh give it to me C-E dope (laughs) C-E that's so dumb already (laughs) why do they call you C-E dope cause ain't nobody the boss of me and if anything I'll fire myself Yes, man. Get you the hell out of here, you. Skip, you. Skip. 
<laughs> so um no wow. but what she did for me um i'm just when when i can get creative so i'm working on a project with her you're involved with it won't give away no spoilers but just wait it's good um happens tomorrow yeah it starts tonight table read tonight and yeah. um i just something happened and something clicked and then the bar started flowing. Then I started writing more jokes. You back in the gym? I see your skin. Back in the gym, drinking water. Yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. trying to put them sodies down. Yeah, that Kokeski. So, yeah, man. And Brother, um, wow, <laughs> oh, we ain't even six minutes in, and you are on. Oh man, I'm fire. I mean, life is good, man. I just uh, I chose to. I'm reading a book, uh-huh. and I, I know you don't really be like reading books, but audio books is something I'm starting to really okay. get into. It's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Okay. Man, it's, it's if nothing else, just get the audio book and you can listen to it like on the plan stuff, but it just really breaks down. I felt like this dude wrote this book for, for you. me. And mm-hmm. I was just like, he's basically talking about how so many times we just wrap our mind around things that don't matter. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And we just stay in them and it can just put a whole stink on your life. So I'm really kind of like using my energy and my time and the things that I care about. Like, I mean, like, not just caring about everything. Mm-hmm. So then my that means that my cares don't matter. So mm-hmm. ever since I kind of been reading that book and you know, it's just been a it's been a good week. How long have you been reading the book, man? Um well I had read it before, but I just started reading it again because I found it on YouTube. And um I listen to it when I work out. Mm. So and I worked out like five days this week. So Bro, I'm first of all, <laughs> I don't know if you're even realizing this, man, but that brings a smile to my face for a couple of reasons. One, because you seem genuinely happy. Mm-hmm. Two, because like we said last week, I'm like, I want to hear a dope boy from Sunday to Saturday mm-hmm. have a good week. And that's exactly what happened. Spoken into existence. Wow. Sometimes you got to do it. And sometimes it's just, you know, about how you look at things. Like, you know, because sometimes yeah. I can, shocker, shocker, I can be a bit sensitive at times. What? This guy. Come on. You? I know this is news to you, but but what I what I've learned is I kind of control the way that I feel. Like I found myself going to the comments, and I don't know if it was donation team donation or team CT, but I was getting washed all through the comments. <laughs> it was literally I was what? just like, what what did I do to you, folks? Like y'all, are, I feel like y'all typing hard, That's, and I ain't even gonna repeat some. They comments, was typing hard. They was getting at me, and um. It was literally like 3.13 in the morning. And I was just like, go over there and respond to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, do you know how stupid you sound? Like, mm-hmm. are you really about to go over here to your computer at 3.13 in the morning mm-hmm. to anger? First of all, you're going over there because you know what's in there. Oh, yeah. You know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know what they're saying. You ain't got to get into that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going over there to get in it. And then I'm going to spend my time at 3 o'clock in the morning responding to a person I've never met. And they ain't gonna respond at that time because they sleep. And then and and then when they do respond, they're gonna say something like, Oh man, I just wanna get a response, man. I love your stuff. Yeah. So enough about me though. My uh chipper mood. What's up with you? You I was thinking I was gonna probably cause you might be a little jet lag. I wanted to give you your flowers. I can never really record when I get on the same day. This is good to know. So the day, the fact that you flew he flew here today. I'll be like, when I get in the city, I'm like, man, I'm eating next week. Chilling. Yeah. So <laughs> the fact that you're here, but tell me, tell me how the weekend went. Well, I am extremely jet lagged. I when I tell you I'm dead to the world, boy. It's okay. crazy. Um <laughs> but so you know, everything for me is the time management. Uh-huh. Man, though boy, you might ask yourself, hey CT, you went to Cleveland this weekend. You did? 
How was it? How was it? You might ask that. I might. Um, I'm somebody that I love sharing the ups, mm-hmm. and you got to share the downs. Woo! And this is why I'm going to share this down. Was it down? It wasn't my fault. Oh. I'm always willing to to <laughs> say something that was my fault, but this well, okay. Okay, this is some packet. Okay, so I did a show this weekend in Cleveland. Um, shout out to the people that were there. Okay, uh, I got booked for the show. Oh, let me back up because I have to explain things to people, mm-hmm. even if you don't do what we do for a living, so they understand. Right. When you do an event, mm-hmm. right, you need time to promote said event. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, when I do these comedy shows in different cities, and now you know the tour is here. I have ample time to set up promotions mm-hmm. for these events. This particular event, they reached out to my people okay. and booked me last Friday. That was out of the blue. It was it was so out of the blue, bloods would have been mad. <laughs> so <laughs> you're quick with this. <laughs> was so out of the book. Uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? I know I got some people in Cleveland that want to see me. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to go. Now, as a promoter, right, mm-hmm. you're looking at somebody with a lot of numbers online and you're like, oh, great. They'll He'll promote the show. It out. It's about to be packed. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you why. My people need time to make a plan, mm-hmm. right? So I take that back. They booked me last Friday. Last Friday. The show was this Friday. Mm-hmm. However, I don't get the information to get tickets out to people. Like, um, I don't get a chance to get the ticket link until Tuesday evening. Tuesday? Tuesday. <laughs> Same week as the show, right? And I'm like, this is going to be interesting. Maybe, you know, they already have a built-in mm-hmm. um, audience, right? Right. They don't. It's a brand new place. It's in Cleveland. Mm. First of all, nothing but love to the staff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're working on it. They're trying to do comedy. They want to bring it there, but they they don't know how to do a comedy show, right? Right. They're trying like to figure when, it out. When people come in, they letting them sit anywhere. People by the bar. People in the back, and it's like this whole audience in front is is empty. We need the people to move up. That makes sense. I'm just like, <laughs> man, you want to hang around for a week? Give us some more tips. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They want us to do two shows, but they're not flipping the room. Now, right. what this means is flipping the room is after one show, you get everybody out, mm-hmm. bring in the new people, right? Man, when I tell you, night one. Mm-hmm. Friday. Friday night, first show. Was supposed to start at 7.30. Mm-hmm. Started at 9. 11 people in the audience. Now, shout out to my oh. good buddy, uh, Alex Scott, out of the DMV area. <laughs> The, you know, he's like, hey, man, one of 1,000, right? <laughs> <laughs> one or 1,000. Let me tell you something. I am so not that guy anymore. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's something that people say, you know, whatever you do for a living, whatever um, art, mm-hmm. people say, hey, man, it don't matter who here. The people that's here deserve they a show. They paid their money. That's right. Mm-hmm. They paid their money. They deserve a show. Mm-hmm. If they're there for a show. Right. These people were like, well, is comedy going on? <laughs> I kind of just wanted to smoke some hookah and uh, eat some pretzel nuggets. <laughs> some pretzel nuggets? <laughs> this wasn't even a comedy audience, right? So I'm like, what? what is this, bro, right? Uh-huh. 
And mind you, at the top of my head, I'm like, my fan base doesn't even know that I'm here mm-hmm. because they didn't promote me until right. the, the week of through a page that doesn't have a lot of traction, right? Okay. When you do comedy shows, you want to do radio, you want to do uh, the whole gauntlet, news, the gauntlet of press, gauntlet of press. Mm-hmm. None of that was available, and this show was set up so last minute <sighs> that I'm like, I'm not getting my money. Like that's the first <laughs> thing I thought. I said, "Eleven people ain't gonna cover my tag." I'm not getting my money. So y'all know my weight. Down, <laughs> Alex goes up. He does a show for the people. He's performing, right? In front of the 11. In front of the 11. How He's performing they... in front of the 11 as if it's 100. Are they at least cool, though? Are they into it? Yes. Great okay, audience. Cool. Great cool. audience. So I'm like, all right, bet. I go on stage. I say, listen. <laughs> Alex gave y'all a show. <laughs> now, I appreciate y'all being here. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be funny. Mm-hmm. But I'm not about to be Alex funny. <laughs> you said this? I said, I'm honest, bro. You do be being honest. These aren't my people. These are just people that are here. And I'm like, hey, man, we about to have some fun. We end up having fun. Okay. And then I was like, yeah, that was cool. How much time did you do first night? Uh, About 30 minutes. Okay. It's 30 just minutes. jabbed them up a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because we started so late compared to and We were still like, is there going to be a second show? Like, is there going to be a, a rush of people? Mm-hmm. And um, so we just did that show for that night. Okay. We come back the next night, but let me take this. Okay. okay. So next morning, I wake up and um, I'm getting a lot of messages from the members of the Team CT fan base mm-hmm. that are in Cleveland. Okay. Like, hey, today's the day, fam. I wanted to come tonight. I'm trying to get tickets, but the link is saying you sold out. I was like, oh, wow, this is great. It sold out compared to having 11 people last night. And then I get another message like, yo, I'm trying to have my people come to the show, but it's saying it's sold out. I'm like, man, this this is this a is kind a of quick turnaround. Right? 180. I'm like, this is going to be crazy because the place seats about 200. Uh, I'm like, great. Okay. Get to the venue. Mm-hmm. Alex picks me up. We get there. We get there. It's uh, We get there about 740. Mm-hmm. Show supposed to start 730, right? Okay. We come in, we see a table full of people as we're walking up. Okay. I'm like, oh, wow, maybe they did sell out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like I know what's coming. <laughs> it's just that table. <laughs> so, it's, so it wasn't sold out? So not only was it not sold out, and you, we're late. You prevented people from buying tickets. You prevented people from buying tickets. Now nah, I'm mad. Because <laughs> if people can't buy tickets because they think it's sold out and it's not. So... These people are eating. We're like, all right, well, you know, more people are going to straggle in. Uh-huh. They keep saying, so the guy says, he's like, yo, man, 180 tickets sold. So he's standing on this. Packed tonight. <laughs> I said, all right, because it's supposed to be a 730 show. It's, it's 8 o'clock right. right now. This table of 12 is about to get up and go. <laughs> right after they eat. Because they they're not even here for they're this. They're not here for this. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm somebody that, you know, I'm a professional, man. Uh-huh. You know, that one in 1,000 is real, but I, I'm not that guy anymore. You've been in the game almost 20 years at this point. Man, so <laughs> I say, all right, well, you know, I need my money before I go up. Of course, that's just business related. It's like, cool. I get um, the majority of my money. Got that envelope. Got that envelope. Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah. So in about 15 more minutes, the rest of it is going to be here. I say, in 15 more minutes, I get on that's set. when we start. Because <laughs> <laughs> you have no bargaining chips. Exactly. So I just go up. I don't have to get any more money. hot 12 people. So uh, he gives me the rest of the money 15 minutes later. I say, yo, let's start. Mm-hmm. Now, an influx of about 40 people come in. That's oh. table two have gone. 
So now it's just empty. And now 40, 40 are coming in, in. Right. But still not the 180 he promised no. us. Okay. 40 people rush in. It's about 845. Mm-hmm. Show's supposed to start at 730. Mm-hmm. Alex starts the show. Uh, we have fun. I'm like, all right, this is cool. Right? Same energy as the first night, just building. Yes, but okay. again, these people are not here for, for me. For you. They're just like area people, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, whatever. We got an audience. We got way more than we had last night. This is a better feeling of one or 1,000 because at least now they're more receptive. People as yeah. audiences, when it's a group of people, mm-hmm. they react when other people are reacting. It's the herd mentality. It's a herd mentality. Yes. When it's... Three or four people, if they want to laugh, they'd be like, wait, hold on. Right. You want to talk? Check my phone. Right. right. <laughs> so we do that. And we're like, all right, this is like last night. One show, we out, right? Okay. We about to leave. And um, we go downstairs to get some pizza at another spot down the street. Mm. And 30 minutes later, we get a call from um, the promoter. He's like, yeah. Another show. Hey, look, another group of people came in. Just give me 10 minutes. We're like. All right. You know what I mean? Because at this point, <laughs> I did sign a contract. Right. right? You got so your I'm bread. Like, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Whatever. I got my money. I'm not a bad business practice. Right. I'm not about to take the money around. Give you this hot tins. Because I'm not coming back. Yeah. But you got to give me now. <laughs> so we <laughs> so we go back in, uh-huh. and it's an audience of about, of about 50 now. So now we're at 90, which is still half of the 180 he promised. So he's just a blatant liar. Listen. <laughs> I said it, not you. <laughs> yeah. Part of those people, there's a table of maybe eight that were still there for the first show. So they just have nothing else to do. They just... They just stay. Okay. So we do a show. I get up there. I say, listen, I know y'all eight people were here before. Don't worry. I'm not doing the same jokes. Mm-hmm. We better have some fun. I said, however, I'm up here for 10 minutes and All I'm right. out of here. Mm-hmm. And then we laughing. We having a great time. I'm talking about having a ball. And then when I saw my watch hit that, I gave him 20. Gave him, gave him 10 on top of 10. Gave him 10 on top of 10. And I was like, yeah, man, and they're crazy. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> I have been CT. Because it was uh, my thing as a business practice, bro. Mm-hmm. You need time to promote to the people. And I really felt bad that my people in Cleveland didn't know because of radio or TV that I was there and it was so everything was so late. But mm-hmm. again, I'm also not mad at the club because they're new. You don't know what you don't know. And a lot of the things that we know as businessmen and in comedy is something that we've learned over years. Right. And when somebody's just starting up a business and they're trying to get into the comedy game, it's hard for them to understand how to do like the seating, mm-hmm. the promoting a ticket link. And as I asked them about the ticket link, like, how did the ticket link? They're like, oh, we set it to expire today. And I'm like, you missed out on some people. Is there any way you can maybe stay for another 48 hours, help us get all this together Ooh. so we can run a functioning business? They, they don't seem like they have it uh, But together. they were good people. Right. Um, but it was just, uh, they're new. Mm-hmm. And um, when I go back to Cleveland, <laughs> I know I'll be at the improv or the funny bone. But this was like this was a bar. Okay. So it threw me off, you know. Okay, and I mean, and it, and it happens. Like you know, what I'm saying it's you know, I know that in the moment it's probably like, oh, this sucks. But another way to look at it is, you got your bread. You got oh, to got perform in front of some people. You got to have some. Because I'm talking, I'm starting to learn. Like it's all perception. You still made another contact. People in their mind when they do stuff like that, they'll mm-hmm. always want to have a do good in their mind for you. They know mm-hmm. they did a certain. So they'll know they'll get up and running, and they'll be like, mm-hmm. once we get this right. We're going to get him back out here. The guy already and, offered me a gig yeah. <laughs> in another city. He's like, hey, man, 
<laughs> he's like, I want you to do, I think he said, the Masa- he, he wants me to do a theater in Detroit in the end of December because he does events across the country. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. He's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying, but we just trying to figure this out here. I was like, hey, man, <laughs> holla at my agent. Right. Talked about people. Let's get that, let's get that contract together. Right. But, um, and at least even me hearing the end of December is time to, for example, mm-hmm. Chicago, November 14th. Okay. That's a month away. I've been on it. We're literally mm-hmm. pushing that. Right. Baltimore, November 24th, day before Thanksgiving. We are pushing the- You going to be back for Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a one-nighter. So it's gotcha. like I'm going to do the shows, and then I'm right back on the first thing smoking. You out here living your dreams, man. I'm proud of you. Bro. I called you and told you that. You I need did. to I need to respond on people's comments publicly because you had made a public post, but then I called you. Yeah. I was just really proud. Though. I was just like, man. It's like I'm your friend in private. You're like, hey, man, I, I see you. I ain't going to say it in public. But no, nah, I think, man, there's something to what you're saying too, though, man, because I, I, I be running into- uh, to situations where I be I be feeling like business wise I need to get my acumen up mm. because I just feel like people don't respect me business wise. How do you it, say? Like, <laughs> I did a show and well, I was going to do a show. You, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. So I'm not going. to oh. say I'm going to say that. But um, you don't want to. I don't want to do that. Oh, they're, they're cool people. So, but I go. Now and, I feel like a jerk because <laughs> so, I want to talk about you. Like, yeah, they're good people. Like, yeah. They cool. But so I'm going to do a show and you know. Of course, no, there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you know, do you want to just still perform for the stuff? I'm like, no. Like, and it's not like I'm trying More to be 1, a- Like, no, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but nigga, I'm not trying to, no. Like, and so I'm just, but I told myself, because I'm always trying to just tell myself, like, Dobo, you're 100% responsible for everything that's happening in your life. Yes. How can you get better? So I, I've admitted that I don't know nothing about business. So now I'm like, okay. What do like I'm starting from so like you're like you're on a skyscraper compared to me mm. business wise. But now I just told myself like I gotta start making myself be more respected because I'm just a nice person. Mm. I don't like char like I hate even talking money with my friends. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like even if I'm like working on a project, like my main thing is always like well, I don't wanna charge like you're and but mm. it's still business at the end of the day. So I still gotta be able I mean of course there's certain people that you you know, yeah. and it depends. It's literally case by case basis. But for what you said, mm-hmm. I agree, but I disagree. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree with um. You're like, yo, you're like here with the business. It's really more simple than you realize. Um, in business, mm-hmm. the main thing you need to do is be impeccable with your word, mm-hmm. and the second thing is communicate. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey. This needs to be at, done at this time. If you guys agree upon it, just do it, right? That's right. one. The other thing is, this is the price. Mm. And there is no new news, <laughs> right? Right. So, like, for example, when we talk about it, I'm like, oh, man, no, boy, you switched times. Uh-huh. In business, that's you're, you're giving me new news, right? Mm. So, it's like, hey, man, let's get together for said project here, right? Mm. you like, bet. Bam, every party, let's just say it's more to me and you. This is something else. Mm-hmm. We're like, all right, bet everybody's like, cool. And then now as we're getting close to that time, it's like, hey, actually, I got a thing over here. Yeah, so that turns all of this around. And mm-hmm. I want you to think like this, audience. Um, everybody knows the story of Will Smith getting the Fresh Prince, right? No, we don't. You don't know that story? I don't think most people do. I thought everybody saw like it by now because he's talked about it on his Instagram. And I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't know off the top of my head. All right. Well, Will Smith 
Um, and I'm giving you the paraphrased version before y'all start destroying us in these. Oh, we're gonna talk about that Batman thing too. That was freaking hilarious. Thank you. Okay. Uh, God bless you, bro. Right. So, um, <laughs> so Will Smith. Let's. I'm just gonna take him straight to Quincy Jones's house. I don't have time to tell y'all how he got there. Just please. He's there. He's there. He's uh-huh. at Quincy Jones's house. They love him. Quincy's like, okay, all right. You know what? I want you to meet Tartikoff. Tartikoff, at the time, head of NBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Say by the Bell fan, he actually did an episode, uh, the Dope episode. There's no hope with Dope. Like, he was, he made a guess. How do you parents. know these... I love Say by the Bell. Obscure facts about things. That's a good point. <laughs> the 90s was a good time. And the 90s TV taught way more than uh, television does now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you were able to just piece people together, plus they were getting their start, and a lot of networks were new in what they became. Right. And then they went on to other things. But Tartikoff was there and um he's like yeah man i want him to do this show it's based on this person's real life but mm-hmm. we went to a sitcom and everybody was like all right cool cool and then there quincy's like no everybody always says cool 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 but it doesn't end up happening get your lawyers here everybody's here they went the lawyers went outside and literally struck up the contract to develop wow. the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on the spot. They signed Will doing all of this. Will is like, wow, this is crazy. Will auditioned in front of them before this happened just to show, because Quincy's like, yo, I want this to really go. And mm-hmm. Will, in that moment, said to Quincy, oh, man, um, you know, let's do this in a couple of weeks, man. So he was even hitting him with the Hollywood talk. Wow. Let's do this in a couple of weeks. And he was like, listen, if we don't do this in a couple, if we don't do this now, it's not going to happen. The way wow. Hollywood works is everybody always talk, talk, talk. And when it's time to do something, it gets dragged out for months or years and then they move on. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is your shot. And he was like, all right. And he was himself enough in that moment for them to be like, okay, cool. And, and they let him like, do it. Quincy Jones is such, Quincy Jones is such a... He's such an anomaly. You know, like yeah. he worked with like Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra. Yes, Frank Sinatra. And Michael Jackson and Will Smith. That's so just many insane. more. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is insane. What do you feel about the um the Fresh Prince reboot? Well, we're jumping ahead. Okay. But so with the Quincy thing, so uh, Quincy has always oh yeah, had story. his hand yeah, yeah. in everything and mm-hmm. making something happen. So when you go to business, mm-hmm. something like that can change everything. Will after being like, all right, cool, we'll do it now. Mm-hmm. Now the lawyers are outside drumming up the paperwork, making sure that this series is going to be and history made. happens. And then if he came up with some new news, like, "Hey, Quincy, um, I got something to do," or there's, or if he would have listened to him and said, "In a couple weeks, we may have never gotten that shot." That's what I'm saying. So when I tell you, it's so much more simple. Mm-hmm. Simple. It's simpler to. Be impeccable with your word mm-hmm. and no new news. Like just do it right then, mm-hmm. get it out of the way, and um, the you'll develop. It doesn't take a lot for people to respect your business as long as you do what you say you're going to do. But see, that's the thing that I I think I suffer from, and I'm I'm just trying to be as transparent with myself these days. Uh-huh. I'm like an artist, artist, and I, I I just I'm one of those people that you know loves the art of stuff and just loves doing that but the yeah. true artists always get taken advantage of financially so that mm. <laughs> so it's why i'm just like okay though you got to figure it out so i'm just making a a clear conscious step to uh just sharpen my example? business acumen uh also read your contracts my mom had been telling me to read <laughs> stuff since i was a kid like she's like yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> shouldn't give my mom that voice. She's like, yeah, you know, and you, you want to be in Hollywood when you grow up. You better make sure you read your contracts because you you see what happened to TLC. You see what happened to these people. Mm-hmm. And I remember one of the first contracts that I signed with representation, um, there was a manager who was trying to force me to like sign on the spot. Right. Mm-hmm. He literally said to me, he was like, yeah, you want to. He's like, I see you doing. A TV show. Have you written anything? I was like, yeah, here's a script. He's like, let's do it. And I was like, great, man, let's do it. He's like, no, no, no. Let's do it Sunday. And it was like Monday. And I was like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> he was like, yeah. I was like, how much is this going to cost? He said, don't worry about the money. He's like, we'll shoot the show and then we'll we'll pitch it to people. Hadn't even read it? Hadn't even read it. I just told him the concept <laughs> of it. And he was like, yeah, we'll just we'll just pitch it to people. He was He's in Hollywood. He works at a very uh, prominent film house uh-huh. in Hollywood. And I'm like, like this is 2013, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, this is crazy. Are my dreams really happening right now? And this is before any type of social media. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, we'll shoot a Sunday. He's like, you know, we'll, uh, we'll hold auditions. You'll tell who you like, and then we go from there. <laughs> and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, what, but, 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 wait. I need you to sign this contract with me, you know, so this is official. And I was like, man, of course. I'm reading the contract, and he's like right where you are. And I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, I just need some time with the contract. He's like, everything's pretty standard oh, man, it's, in it's, there. It's, you know, you know, Typical stuff. And I was like, I hear that. I hear that. Industry standard. You're absolutely right. But, <laughs> but if I sign this without at least showing my wife mm-hmm. or showing um, my lawyer you know, I'll never forgive myself. But see, I'm always the goofiest person when it comes to that. Mm. And you, and this is like a proven fact because I have a history in sales. Mm-hmm. Sales people are the worst buyers. Okay. So it's like I don't want like I have taken 24% interests on cars. I don't Joe know. If <laughs> I bought a car that didn't go in reverse. I I've lived that. a life. It's just, but I've had You're not to gloss over that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is true. I don't know if you said this before on camera. I, I said it on a uh, on a back in the day, but I've never said it here, bro. <laughs> So, he bought a car. Did you, did, that did did you ever ride in that car with me? No, absolutely not. <laughs> so I had went to a place to purchase a vehicle. I had poor credit. I didn't have money. There were the place was called Repos for no, us. Repos no. are us. It was called LA Repo. LA Repo. LA Repo. I remember so this. So I go there. <laughs> so I go there and I get the car and it's a it's a green Infinity truck. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like Same thing is Infinity. And so I'm <laughs> So I'm like, all right, man. So I'm like, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to take it. So I was just like, yeah. So this is the car. He was like, yeah, but the thing with that one is, man, uh, it just doesn't go in reverse. So I was just like, what? He was like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about it, though. I'll fix it. He was like, let's just get you out of here. I was like, what? How are we going to get you out of here? So I was just like, what? He was just like, yeah, man, don't worry about it. He was like, I got, you know, I I work on cars here. Somebody's going to get this car. It's something simple. Just take it. And so I'm just like, why don't, if it's something simple, why don't you just fix it now? So I'm just like, he was like, I'm telling you, man, one week, two weeks max. I'm telling you, it's not as difficult as you think. So I, me, I'm always trying to go out on faith. So I'm thinking like, well, God must not want me to go backwards in my life because he would not put reverse on my car. He must only want me to go this way. So, only want me to go forward? So I kept going. So it you was weird. Wild. It was weird, but I was driving into into like it's 
you have to get creative. You have to just drive into places where you can drive straight out of, and you never realize how much you need reverse until you don't got it. And so then a week or two passes by. He's like, all right, bring it in, man. I'm going to fix it. He fixes it. Okay. I hadn't made any payments. Uh, so, but, you, I, I, you know, this is back in the day. This yeah. is, so I'm thinking, because you remember where I used to live, yeah. there was a gate. So I'm thinking, if there's a gate, they can't come in here no. to take oh, oh, anything. Right. Well, I tell you, man, they hit that gate like Spider-Man. <laughs> and took the car. Like they wasn't called L.A. Repo. You, you would have been asleep while you're here. I'm just like, I thought I was good. Bro, I tried to do everything. I tried to like put a car behind. Like, they, man, they, they can't. This is what the they do. You know what's funny is the fact that you thought you were the first person to think that if you had a gate, that's going to stop. Let me tell you something. No boy I've had, had several car. cars repossessed. And this particular one, mm-hmm. because we didn't know as his friends, as me, BT, Donovan at the time, we were all in. We're all in No Boy's crib. And we were like, what? You got told? He was like, yeah. We were like, this is the same one? They didn't go in reverse. He was like, yeah, but they fixed that. We are like, okay. And then he was like, man, I can't believe they repoed my joint. And I don't know why we asked this. We were like, what's the name of the company that you got the car from? He was like, man, I don't even matter. And we went, well, now it kind of does. What's the name of the place? And he was like, LA Repo. We were like, what? What? Why would you buy That's a car from somebody in this? They, they specialize <laughs> literally in what taking they do. it back. And they took that car back. I felt like an idiot. So, yes. Oh, but, boy. But I'll always be thinking that bad things that are happening are yeah. good. Like, when I was, I, like, I'd be looking for a deeper meaning. It's just ridiculousness in my mind. I'm telling you, like, the, when I was in rehab the first time and mm-hmm. the, the FBI rated it, I'm like, Jesus must want me to drink. <laughs> he just kicks our water in the wine for me. <laughs> he just feeds me. Uh, it's just a ridiculous logic is what you I'm You know what? To I'm going to give you your flowers on this because I thought about this uh, about three days ago. Uh, and I laughed to myself because I was like, man, look how far this brother has come. <laughs> Do you remember? So Doughboy used to have this keyboard, right? So... <laughs> I'm going to tell you something idiotic about this keyboard. Too. Okay. okay. So, no boy, you know, always been in the music, right? He's telling us at the time, he's like, man, I need to get my keyboard down here, bro. That's what's wrong. Man. I need my keyboard so I can make these beats. The make Motif music, 6. And it's I'm a very good. big. It's a very nice keyboard. It was very nice. Mm-hmm. So, he's like, man, I need it. We like, bet. Now, mind you, I was going over Doughboy's house every day. He lived down the street. Same block. So... I remember coming to you. It was always like around rent time or something. And I'm like, hey, man, where's your keyboard? And he's like, ah, oh, man. I had to pawn it. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, man, I had to make this rent plus unemployment. And I was like, damn, right? He's like, oh, don't trip. I'm getting it back. And I I had never pawned anything. I was like, what does that mean? Right? And what I mean by that is not that I'm better than him. But when I was poor, I, I didn't know solutions. I was just poor. I didn't know you could get you no poor solutions. No poor solutions, bro. You never sold plasma? Bro. Blood? No. Sperm? No. 
I was just poor, bro. Like people I had just no hungry. money. <laughs> poor and hungry. So it's like when people be like, oh man, I I'm like, man, I remember you were so skinny. It's like, no, you don't. <laughs> you remember, you remember I was when so I was broke. poor, bro. Because before I was poor, was I never small? You was eating all the time. Like you was eating. Every Doughboy and me was split Taco hot and Bell, Reddy's, pizza, Taco Bell, oh, we everything. Was, we ate like kings. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> he went to that pawn shop, and to his credit, I might have seen you pawn that thing like five times. And to your credit, you always got it back before they sold it. So Okay, so let me tell you how stupid I am. Okay. I didn't realize this, and I'm going to tell millions of people, because I've learned that I'm just a transparent person, so we all have stupid You're moments. You're very transparent. And so, <laughs> this is what happened. I had pawned the 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 keyboard mm-hmm. the for like six. the Motif Six, and the, the the wild thing about it was the Motif Six. I had like four hundred beats that I had made on that little mm. chip, and so I used to just leave it in there because I didn't want to lose it. So I left it in. I'm like, I'm always gonna get it back. So I had pawned it for four hundred dollars, mm-hmm. right? Four hundred dollars pawn it. My dumb self, mm-hmm. and of course they wouldn't tell me this, right? I'm thinking I gotta have the four hundred dollars. Didn't have to have the $400. I found this out later. All I needed to do was pay the finance charge, which is like 50 bucks. Mm, to get it back. To, no, 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 no. To just renew the pawn. Oh. But they didn't even tell me that, and I'm stupid. Why would they? <laughs> they want that 400 Because the keyboard, the Moti 6, like back in its heyday, cost like four grand. Mm. So for me to even be pawning it for three, 400 bucks was a knock move anyway so they were able to get it and then i remember coming back in when i found out i was like bro why didn't y'all tell me he's like bro we're a pawn shop (laughs) i was like i was like well is it still here he was like no we sold it the next day (laughs) he was like it was a motif six bro i was just like we're not reputable we're a pawn shop (laughs) bro we're a pawn shop (laughs) i just sat there i had to sit there and swallow stupidity and sadness Mm. Uh, I wish I had water. <laughs> hey man, let me buy that Game Boy for forty dollars. Now you back in the hole for no reason. <laughs> now I owe him forty dollars, <laughs> bro. Man, I, I, lived even, a, I don't like. I didn't. I've lived a life. CT. Wow. A yeah, li- all my <laughs> solutions, bro. Like when I was like really dirt poor, as far as not having any money, I all my solutions were, it'll come. Something, something will happen where I get some you, money. You ever and be it always did. You ever be so broke and hungry you just sleep? Oh my god! <laughs> you just like nigga, I, I, I'm too hungry to be awake. Oh my god! <laughs> I just need to have a nap. This is what my, I used to. I would do twenty dollars stretch, bro. I literally would go to Ralph's. I would buy chicken thigh, frozen chicken thighs mm. for uh, $7.99 at Ralph's which mm. is a Kroger store but $7.99 for the chicken mm-hmm. and then I would um, I would drink a gallon of water and you know they had the refill stations mm-hmm. that were 25, 25 cents cent. so it's like a dollar for the gallon of water you can refill it for 25 cents I would also get a dollar bag of vegetables I would get like two bags of vegetables and I had like these you rice vegetables yeah with the chicken I, this is how I, I had enough chicken thighs you ain't get no starches in there week. and no starches no rice no potatoes no just I just and had veggies. chicken and vegetables, bro, and water, <laughs> and I would eat that, and then I had enough for, um, I would get a box of Raisin Bran cereal from, like, the dollar store, <laughs> and then I would get the almond milk or rice milk, mm-hmm. so I would have cereal in the morning, and then I would go, uh, like, I would work out to kill time, mm-hmm. so I would work out when I woke up, <laughs> and then I would eat some cereal, 
and then I would uh like chill. Uh-huh. And then around like four or five, I would eat the chicken and the vegetables. And then I would go out because I'm walking everywhere because I had no car. So then I would be walking and stuff to the comedy club. And He's paying them dudes. Paying dudes, bro. And then by the end of the night, I'm starving. But what mm. I also did was I bought packs of gum. So when I chewed the gum, what? it curved my appetite. Do you know that chewing gum is actually incorrect for your digestive system? Don't doubt it. If you swallow it. Well, no, not if you eat. Not even, just because if you're chewing. Because if you start chewing, your body starts to create saliva. So your body starts to think that it's about to get food. Mm-hmm. So your intestinal tract starts getting ready. Like, oh, we're getting food. Oh, we're getting food. Mm-hmm. And it never comes. Mm. And it doesn't like you for that. So don't what does it do? It, I don't know. I don't think it's like a real health risk, but. It's just a fun fact that I know I kind of wanted to put out there. That's dope. I appreciate you sharing. <laughs> I always be thinking about what is gum even made of that it never just breaks down. Bad no other. No, but what is it like? It's it's you chew it for hours and it's still there. There's no other food. Well, like I that. hope you're not chewing it for hours, <laughs> which for, I've seen people do, but um, for a very long time. But what yeah. is it like a rubber base? I don't know. But I wanted to ask you this before we uh, even get into the docket. Um, Wait, dog! You literally look where you are, man. What? No more pawning. I am. I haven't pawned anything in ages. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. You gotta Let's start. Just... You gotta start looking at things the right way. Like I was mad the other day. Like, man, I'm mad that I'm in the 300s. I'm like, well, you're not 485 anymore. Come on, man. <laughs> so it's just like, and the scale started to go down. So it's all Come about. On, it's all about perspective. I want to ask you this because what? Because I feel like you better ask me something phone related. Let me before you do it. That's okay. Doughboy. What up? You went live the other day. <laughs> Shout out to Tony Chattel. You went live the other day with your queen, oh, Tony Chattel. And you know what? Before I even get into that, <laughs> we're talking about what they be saying to us in the comments, bro. Man. They be destroying her, and she doesn't react like how you and I react. Right? She literally is just like, eh, anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, I wish I could be like that. If I see one thing, I'm like, bro, you mother, you know what I'm saying? So, I, it took a lot for me to not respond to a lot of them comments bro, from last week. So, well, okay. So before I go into the, the live with you and Tony, so the comments, mm-hmm. this is what I'll say, man. I was reading one of the comments out mm-hmm. loud to Tangerine and she was like, I was like, I was literally about to go off and she was mm-hmm. like, wait a second. Did you respond to any of the comments showing you love? Mm. And I was like, I'm going to do that after this. Mm. She was like, no, 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 no. Focus on the people who show you love, and you will continue to get more love. Mm-hmm. If you focus on the negativity, that's what they'll see that gives you the response. And I have been saying that for years and forgot it myself. I'm telling so, you. So that's one. Two, mm. bro, Tony said. <laughs> it was so funny, y'all. I had to, I typed it in the group chat with her, myself, and Doughboy. <laughs> And she said, because he was like, yeah. What did you say? Like, show me your... uh, your Oh, no. I was taking off my shirt because I was like, this shirt don't fit. I got to get a bigger shirt. I was like, I'm about to take off my shirt. And so she was No, no, no. You said something I told her to take her shirt off. Yeah, you were like, take your shirt off. (laughs) And then she was like, why don't you take yours off too so then they can see four titties? And I was like, (laughs) the delivery. Tony be roasting. Tony Tony and Kiara be roasting now. And I've been catching... The latter end of it. Bro, so but they're both getting better. something happened in it where uh-huh. I wanted to discuss this with you uh-huh. because you've said this on the show before. We've talked about it. Right. The conversation went, it got dark, but yeah. it went somewhere where you <laughs> And it like, always does. Man, it got so And dark. I don't know why she don't know. Just leave that thing alone. But, you know, okay. Okay, let me tell them what happened. Okay. So you guys were talking, mm-hmm. and while you guys were talking, she had made reference to women who you dated in the past and said that 
uh, a lot of these women that only wanted you because you had been on TV and had money. Right. That immediately struck a chord with you because you grew up and your mother told you, mm-hmm. yo, you're a big guy. Mm-hmm. You're only going to be able to get women if you have money. Well, just the world. Not just my mom, but just okay. the world and my influence. Like, everything that I saw yeah. told me that. Like, I so, never seen any big dudes with a woman unless, with a, with a beautiful woman unless they had some money. Except so, for the guy in church. Except for the guy in church. Like, exactly. But they yeah. all had money, though. Like, it was, mm. I never seen, like, no, no, like, you just had to be something special as a fat guy yeah. to get a beautiful woman. So it just kind of. That's because big dudes did, get money. Yeah, not all That's of them. number one. <laughs> but the thing is, do you understand what it, 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 it fractures something in your mind? I can imagine. If coming up as a child, you're just like, dang, I ain't never going to be able to just have a good one. That's why I think I have my buddy love stays. And so when she said that, and I know she doesn't be saying it to hurt my feelings, mm. but it's just a nerve. But then again, I'm 42, so I'm going to have to at some point be like, don't get over it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get to that point where I can heal from it. I just yeah. don't all the way know how because it's a sensitivity thing. It's a very And, you know, we all mm. got our triggers, man. And this right. is this ties back, and this is why I want to bring all this up. This mm-hmm. ties back to <clears throat> comments. Mm-hmm. You read comments, man, they both sensitive. Okay, <laughs> I mean, what? I'm sure everybody that's watching this has something in your life you're sensitive about. It just right. might not be something that a lot of people know mm-hmm. because you're so guarded or you're not really emotionally mature enough for you to admit that you're sensitive about something, or to put it out on a public platform to let people dissect it. You know what I mean? And it's, that's never really something that you're not hurting me. It's kind of like mm-hmm. if you're like, "You black," <laughs> okay, Dude, boy, you know you're I mean? still fat. I'm Dooboy. Um, <laughs> it's kind of in the name. What do they call you, lean man? You'd be like, okay, well, this is different. But it's like these comments, uh, when people say things, it's kind of like, uh, I used to always get mad at you because you would make fun of like, uh, like when you and Teddy would be roasting. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, yeah, Teddy, you fat. And I'd be like, no, boy. (laughs) Like you're saying, you know what I mean? But it's like when people do that, it's like you're not really saying anything to affect anybody. But Mm -hmm. for what you're talking about, your deep-rooted issue, we all have them. Mm -hmm. Um, One, I want to say, because if you go back and look at the live, I need you to realize when I told you, you be listening, waiting to talk. Oh, I'll be doing it. She had apologized immediately. And <laughs> I was, was gone like 20 somewhere. minutes. And My mind like, was just like, <laughs> say sorry. And Get I was off the like, line. I couldn't type a comment because it already aired. So I'm uh, like, she, she already <laughs> apologized. And then she apologized like three more times. But when you're in that zone, right. you it's just when I, read. When I, get, when I get those sensitive moments, yeah. I do you know, act away. But that's the thing that I'm just happy about these days. I'm just starting to be honest about it. Like, don't yeah. you be acting like a sucker sometimes. Suck it up. Like, you're okay. Like, it's cool. you're a good dude. You're a good looking dude you didn't made it through some stuff stop being so hard on yourself i got stop some good- defending old that's what it is what are you gonna figure what you're about to say no i'm not gonna forget it all and don't forget the question bro. okay stop defending old doughboy these are the reasons mm. that you're taking offense to things because you're still thinking about who you were you can't that might be him it. he was 485 yeah he was and, 45. And an unreasonable man. Come on, man. He had to do uh he had to do certain things mm-hmm. to find happiness. He mm-hmm. had to do certain things he thought to get a particular type of woman. Mm-hmm. You're not the guy anymore. So you gotta stop defending who you were and start living in it. It's almost funny. You'd be like, she's like, yeah. <laughs> and it, you know, and you hit because on TV and you're like, not anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Like, just take it that way, and then you'll have a better reaction. No, nah, I'm definitely trying to going. trying to learn how to uh, balance that. And shout out to her. We have fun, man. And shout out to the donation, everybody that hops in the live. Um, but I got some good news. I want to hear it. Totally didn't tell you this. 
I, and this is some good uh, news for all of the Los Angeles fans of the podcast. Okay. I have secured a location for the podcast. Not going to tell you what oh, it is yet. Okay, for the, okay. No, for us to do the podcast live. Okay. Like we talked about. So I'm working on it. And the days that they have available currently is Saturday or Sunday or Wednesdays. And I want to do it monthly. Yeah. So, um... I'll, I'm going to discuss the particulars with them, but it's a nice venue. You've performed there before. And just know that I'm working and and putting some things in order. So probably by the next episode, we should have a venue and a date once we agree up, you upon it. You are on it. I'm going to produce it. I've never produced a show. Oh, man. That I'm going to produce it. So I'm going to get on. I've been doing my research about Facebook ads and how they work and different things. I'm going to go balls to the wall. I'm excited for you, man. So, man I'm excited, man, too. I you just, are focused. This is a different hey, doughboy. Hey, man. You know. Get some sunshine in your life. It, it changes you, man. Man, I'm seeing. That vitamin D. Let's talk about this real quick. Pause. <laughs> Let's talk about this. So this millennial tour is already. Wait, did you ask the question that you wanted to remember? No, yeah. I mean, I wanted to talk about Country Wayne, too. But we can get back to Country Wayne. Yeah, whatever is on your heart. Okay. Um. Yeah, let's come back to Country Wayne. Okay. All right. Because I kind of want to just, you know, talk about some fun yeah, stuff. That's fine. Okay. So the millennial tour. This is the tour with. Um, all of the people, the Bow Wow, uh-huh. um, uh, Omarion, Chris Brown, right? Chris Brown's not on it. Oh, he's not on. He just did a guest nah. appearance that day, right? So they so. got into it, and basically Bow Wow got ticked off, and he got into it with Spectacular. He basically says, "You've been open enough for me your whole career, so sizzle down, Magic Mike." So he like came for him, and then so him and Omarion kind of had like a little little spat, but. He was threatening to not go perform at the Atlanta show. He was like, I created all this. Y'all got to. F- what is it with these? So I want us to rank Short the complex. importance of these these individuals on this tour. Because who do you think is holding this tour together? Because Soldier Boy's on it. Like, holding it together? Like, okay, is Bow Wow the draw? Is, is B2K the draw? It's Pretty Ricky the draw. Like, who, who, who do you think is. Because I think Omarion thinks. He's the guy. If I may. Okay. <laughs> and I'm purely going, and yes, these guys, you know, we're all, this is my age group of music, bro. I grew uh-huh. up listening to all these guys. My 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 point in this is Omarion is on fire right now because of that challenge. Mm-hmm. When I'm hearing about this tour, the only thing that I've heard mm-hmm. is B2K and Omarion. Really? I'm talking about social media. Okay. That's all I've heard. That's all I've seen. When I'm seeing stories girls are posting, they're singing along to B2K and Omarion. I didn't even know Bow Wow was on the tour. Blasphemy. Really? Listen, I have no problem with Bow Wow. (laughs) I have loved some of his songs since I was a kid. But I haven't heard anybody mention... The last time I heard anybody mention Bow Wow... Musical musically mm-hmm. was the verses between he and, and Soldier Boy. Boy, and I love like you talk about somebody who's one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. I love Soldier Boy. Oh, Soldier Boy's a go. I love Soldier Boy. Um, so would you put him on that list above Bow Wow for that tour? Yes. You didn't even want to stop and think about it? no. Would but you put Soldier Boy, even though he lost that verses because we <laughs> he lost that verses <laughs> Bow Wow because he played the same song three times, but right. Soldier Boy. Man, but see, I think that when you really break it down, though, I think that Bow Wow does have a point because he kind of like went off. He started it off. Well, I didn't even get to that. Bow Wow 
has a dog in the fight. I mean, he has. Because he said, I started this. Like, I. Because when you think about it, he literally. He's the first. Was rapping at five. Well, he's not the first. Chris Cross was the first. But but no, but they weren't five. No. He was five years and got picked by Snoop Dogg and was rapped like. That is insane. And for for us to still be talking about him 30 years like that, you don't see that. Mm -hmm. Like, we haven't talked about Criss Cross or the Youngsters or another bad creation. or You don't even hear about any of those rappers. You probably don't even know about the Youngsters. You You lost me after you said Criss Cross. You don't know another bad creation? We will end this podcast today. You ain't never heard Aisha? Can I say something? Aisha. That's what you can say. (laughs) <laughs> I'll put you in your face Knock your That's teeth out <laughs> You ain't never heard Aisha No boy Aisha <laughs> You are a girl that I never heard You never heard that No boy This is what you gotta stop You have to stop Making people realize That you are older <laughs> oh, You do this God. often You'll be like Oh you don't know this You young I saw you were doing that With y'all live Yo You're 42 bro Certain things We're not gonna have the uh, Another bad creation What kid rappers do you know Bow Wow That's the only one Soulja And Soldier Boy Chris Cross Make you jump Jump <laughs> <laughs> But you probably didn't even hear that other songs Warm it up Chris Mm-mm so Bow Wow is the GOAT of kid rappers. Of kid rappers. And so I think they should put a little bit more respect on his name. So if I had to rank I remember popular- all kid rappers. You know who should be on the tour? Let them come out and do a song. Archie. Uh, <laughs> let them come out and do We Ready. Jaquan can come out. What happened to Jaquan? Jaquan is still in the club getting tipsy. I was just listening to Chinky. I was just listening to Chinky today. Like, whatever happened to him? It seems like just yesterday he was right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta get this one off. <laughs> what happened to him? Holiday. I was oh, listening you know to it. I was like, what happened to this nigga? Though? Well, this guy. Unfortunately. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember. So that happened. I mean, uh, yeah. to his uh, reputation at the <laughs> right. time, and people don't play that in the rap game. Yeah. But um, so Bow Wow. Like, I saw everybody come after Bow Wow because people were trying to mimic that formula. Uh-huh. I remember Sammy. Came, is Sammy on the tour? No, Sammy did come out. What happened to Sammy? Sammy, I thought, was on the tour. He's doing well. Um, I remember every... Wait, wait, wait. How are you going to speak to the fact that Sammy's doing well? What the hell is Sammy doing that you're going to say he's doing well? I, I, <laughs> I think he's acting. <laughs> See the bit of State Farm commercial. He exactly ain't doing now. <laughs> uh, But Sammy... Because remember Hardball, the movie Hardball with Keanu Reeves? I've never seen Hardball. All right. Well, I haven't seen it, but I remember the song, and Bow Wow was on it, and a lot of the kid rappers on it, Lil Zane, Rome, uh, you know, it was like a lot of those uh-huh. kids on there. But Bow Wow was the most famous because he was the most marketable looking. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't rock with Bow Wow, unfortunately, because we've seen him grow up. So you can't really claim... The street stuff or super tough when we've seen your well, Soldier like, Boy does that too. He's the rapper version of the Truman Show. Soldier <laughs> Boy's different. Soldier Boy has had a life before he blew up. He was still a kid, but he was sixteen. He was still a. How many murderers do you know that started in their late? I mean, in their very early teens. Yeah. In the hood. So by the mm-hmm. time you see him, you be like, oh, like when Jake Wan started rapping, mm-hmm. he was sixteen, but you knew he'd been in the streets. Yeah, like three kids. 
<laughs> Prove my point. Right. So so in this so so if you got four. Yeah. Okay. So give me your number one. So your number one on this tour is Soldier Boy? As far as popularity and popular uh popularity. Right, why Between Bow Wow, B2K, Pretty Ricky, Pretty Ricky, and and Soldier Boy, and Soldier Boy, the popularity is pretty much between Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. Because I don't even feel like Omarion has a ton of solo records. He has some hits. Name me one. Uh, Touch. Touch. Yeah. Also, um, what's the um, the uh, Entourage? How it go? I can't sing it right now. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. But I, I know that, you know. I can't Entourage. name you. Uh, 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 um, then this new one that's got the challenge going. And I feel like, and do, is Raz B on the tour? I feel like Raz B's not there. I'm not familiar. And Lil Fizz is just fizzing. No, I think that I feel like He's I, just I feel like I feel like it should just be. I feel like Bow Wow should be the headliner on of that course. tour. Put you put him last. You put. Soldier Boy in front of him. Mm-hmm. You put B2K. You put Omarion in front of him. You put B2K in front of them, and you have Pretty Ricky open the show. You have Pretty Ricky open the show. We're not mm-hmm. going to disagree there. Uh-huh. Pretty Ricky opens the show. Then I think you have Soldier Boy. Mm-hmm. Then you have B2K. They get out the way. You have Omarion. Then you have Bow Wow because you got to do be, okay. this with a show. Yeah, because if you just be like bow 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 it's like and that would be like, weird going sheesh. from soldier to bow yeah too so because okay. it's different energy you want somebody hype in the beginning but mm-hmm. you also want or you can interchange it you got b2k open up mm-hmm. and then you have um pretty ricky give you the sexy vibe or you can have b2k open up then soldier boy then uh pretty ricky then bow wow and then you can have soldier and bow do some of the records that they have together exactly and same thing with bow wow doing some records with omarion that's why I like that. Yeah. I wanted to ask you this. So this is the question that I had forgotten earlier, and now I do want to ask you mm-hmm. again. And we'll go back to it. And it's a reason why I'm asking you this. How do you feel about the uh, reboot of Fresh Prince? And let me tell you why I'm asking you this. Mm-hmm. I'm a staunch um, advocate against remakes okay. of any kind mm-hmm. because I just feel like, even though I know that this is a different twist, it's more serious it's and and i'm totally happy for everybody's gonna get an opportunity for it that's Mm -hmm. great but i just feel like it just screams out that we're starving originality like why can't we just come up with new things why can't we just come up with new shows and new concepts and new ideas and especially i i get sensitive Mm -hmm. you know a special word with me when it's a classic like don't touch it like i would never want to see a martin remake Mm -hmm. i don't want to see a fresh because you're not uncle rest in peace uncle phil like there's people that are no longer living from this cast so i don't really want to see it and then like after i seen what happened with the coming to america thing i'm just like Please don't ruin my classics. What do you like? What do you? How do you feel about it? One, you cannot. Um, when you say about these classics, mm-hmm. yes, you're absolutely right. I agree about not wanting to see remakes of things. But one, Fresh Prince is going to be a drama. Also, mm-hmm. you're not the audience, right? I'll give you another example. I'm not the audience. You're not the audience. I'm too old. Yeah, you aged out. They don't want. They're not marketing to forty-year-olds hey! or thirty-year-olds. They want kids, kids. and young twenties. Okay. So when you look at nine hundred two one zero, I did not watch the original nine hundred two one zero. I was a kid. It I was, loved. I it. wasn't interested in it. Mm-hmm. I did watch the reboot of nine hundred two one zero, and I loved that. Right, mm-hmm. but I couldn't compare anything. I just knew that I liked the new one because I was in the age range of mid twenties when this came out, and mm-hmm. I was like, "This is great." 
and then I would talk to my sister, and she's like, "Yeah, it ain't good." Okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. So, did they? Was it like the exact same characters, just different characters playing them? No, or was this it like was, a twist in the plot? This was uh, the new Nano Two and was more of a sequel. It okay. was now twenty years later. There are a new group of kids that are on this show, and um, like Kelly. From the original Jenny Garth, mm-hmm. she was the older sister to one of the kids, and then you still seen a couple of like kind of how they did with uh, Full House. They kind of still got some of the same cast on Full right. House. I never watched this. I, I haven't can't seen fully Full House either. Yeah, yeah, but they have some of the the people mm-hmm. you know that are still. But into that's it. like so with Fresh Prince, it's like this is a drama. I do agree that we need original shows so people don't even have an opinion like, oh, this is going to be like this, mm-hmm. or it can't be like this, or copy it. But in the same breath. There are people who have never seen Fresh Prince mm-hmm. that might watch and be like, huh, right? And then go back and watch the original? Well, it's two different things. Right. It's kind of like watching Say But a Bell now and the the old Say It's, it's Bell. just weird. Too. It's just weird to switch a genre on a thing. I've never seen a, jo- right. a genre switch on a thing. Like a, some, a thing is funny and now it's serious. Like, well, you saw Girlfriends in the game. Girlfriends was straight up multi-camera. But that wasn't a, But those are two separate shows. What? Girlfriends was a show, and then the game was a show. Those are yes. two, so they're not one in the. They same. were sitcoms. Oh, and then one was a spinoff of one. Well, they were. It was a spinoff. Of, the game was a spinoff of Girlfriends, but Girlfriends was, was a multi-camera comedy. sitcom. And then around season three or four, I believe, mm-hmm. they went to single cam dramedy, mm. and the game did the exact same thing. A lot of people don't even talk about that. The girl, I, I like. I get into full fledged debates at times. I feel like girlfriends, like the first, like how many seasons is? I think six or seven. That mm-hmm. might be girlfriends, and the first three seasons of the game might be the best TV. Like that people like that gets slept on. Girlfriends is a goat show to me. It's it's definitely. Got I a just great don't fan see base. how it doesn't get brought up more. It's. Like, when have we ever even seen that? I think a lot of uh, our people bring up girlfriends. I don't see a lot of people bring up the game as that because the game, right. when they got the BET, the yeah, I didn't li- Yeah, they lost. I was like, okay. I heard they're bringing it back. I would love for them to bring it back and be better. Right. So, th- But this is the thing that I want. This is the, the overarching point that I was trying to even talk about with mm-hmm. this. Um, I'm pretty sure you didn't get a chance to, to watch the full thing, but maybe you watched it before I put it in the docket. But uh, Country Wayne yeah. had an uh, uh, interview. It's one of the most fascinating interviews I've seen in a long time. Watched it like three times. This is the Breakfast Club interview? Breakfast Club. Where he the- had the, uh, the guy on with him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zaytoven. I watched it today. Okay, watch the whole thing. But he basically breaks it down to where he was saying that as recent as, as last year, 2020, mm-hmm. he had got down to his last $13,000 mm-hmm. to his name. So he was basically breaking it down like, you know, once the pandemic hit, you know, he couldn't go out and do shows. And he was even breaking it down about how you can't get rich doing shows, even if you're picking up 40000 the agents taking all that. So he basically talked about how he went from $13,000 to $7 million in 300 days by doing his own content mm-hmm. and just pushing the, 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 the gas pedal all the way to the floor. So now, you know, as he was talking to Charlemagne, Charlemagne was like, bro, I thought you was doing a heck of shows. And he's like, bro, I'm not even waiting on Hollywood no more. I'm doing my own movie. He was like, I'm back out in Atlanta with my own people. He was like, because in, in Hollywood, they'll try to put you on these holding deals and give you, you know, some money and just wait until they, you know, they waiting what to do with you. You just sit there. And it was just, it, it made me think that I'm going to make a bold proclamation. I feel like the way that Hollywood is working and has worked, 
I give it five to seven years, and that way won't exist anymore. I feel like the the shift is going back to content creators. I feel like still big budget, still big budget movies will still get made, and there's still going to be a hierarchy for that. I feel like TV is going to look much different, and I feel like more creators are going to start cutting out the middleman. Do you even see that coming in the near future? You're talking to somebody that has cut out the middleman. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like you, you did the exact same thing. Like, yeah. how, how, like how, expand on that. Like, man, it's like this, bro. I got tired of not being picked. Like I knew that I had something to offer an audience and my own audience. And I got tired of waiting in line, hoping that somebody would see me and be like, you know what? You, you know what I mean? And that does not happen if you're not the shiny nickel. And shiny nickel is, do you have the biggest agent? Do you have the biggest manager? Uh, What is your presence as far as social media social media right. all of these things and it's like no matter how popular you are there's somebody who's more popular mm-hmm. so it's like i got tired of it and i just literally start going towards my audience mm-hmm. i was like you know what i'm about to create this i know somebody gonna like it and people began to show interest in what i was doing so i've long since been like eh if if I audition for something and I get it, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always going to have that muscle worked on and strong. But I'm not going to be like, please pick me, Hollywood. Is there any boo? I, I'm funny. I'm black. You know what I mean? When do you think that the... Because the, I... I because I've, I've even talked to you about this. I'm like, bro, let's write and produce our own movies. I feel like we're coming closer to the day where at least comedies and different things. So I know that they still have it set up where you got to go through SAG and the union for a lot of different things. You got to well, yeah, get you permits. Do that. Yeah. You don't want to be out here just guerrilla shooting your movie. But I don't know. I just feel like they got so many things set up to keep it the way that they the way that it is so they can keep control of artists and creators mm-hmm. but i see when i see people like you when i see people like country wayne that will do their own things it's just really inspiring to me to be like man you don't have any excuses no. but to feed your your audience and that's nothing i got out of cuz like that's what i'm starting to even learn like when i went live that other day i went live for 3 hours like didn't know but i learned from the audience like i like doing music like that's just something like i just wrote uh, 60 bars yeah. last night like so I'm like well let me start giving them I'm, I'm starting to come up with more funny music content and mm-hmm. sketches around that because I'm just like this is what I like to do and this is what they like for me and you told me this months ago so it's just like starting to find and identify what the audience wants and then just give it give it to them and then as the funds jump then you can give them better and better versions because he said he's doing yeah. a movie next year himself that's great but here's the thing that you gotta remember man it's like your audience Every artist's audience has love for them. Like, my mm-hmm. audience has this love for me, and I'm grateful, right? Mm-hmm. Your audience loves you, and you're grateful for that. Mm-hmm. But you got to realize that there are people who love you that will go with you anywhere. Mm-hmm. And you got to focus on those people. So when it comes to doing your own project, you said this the other day on your live as well. Mm-hmm. You were like, man, it just gets discouraging from doing I don't know if you might have said it with Shantae. You're like, uh, it gets discouraging because I'll do the same videos that I was doing when I was over there mm-hmm. and they don't get the same reach. Mm-hmm. And my initial thought was because you don't have 3 million <laughs> right, right. followers and you right. don't have this machine that's cranking your joint out just to crank it out. Now mm-hmm. you're dealing with if you got a video and it does 6,000 views or 10,000 or whatever, mm-hmm. these are the people that matter because mm-hmm. they love you. They're not just passer buyers of something that might have liked something else on that channel. Right. They're like, I like this guy. When they come to my pages, I like this guy. It's not 
I like to do because I seen them with these people and I seen them over there. It's mm-hmm. like I'm coming to this. But see, that's the thing where I feel like you've done one of those niche things that not everybody's been able to do. But I would probably venture to bet 90% of your biggest videos came from your own platform. Yeah. Mine didn't. Right. 90% of mine came from other platforms. So it's right. like, so you got to learn over the last 10, 12 years, it's yours. And you've seen your videos do a million, two million. I've seen, we know your numbers. So it's like, boom, and that's all you and you've seen your stuff. And so with me, it's like, if I never, so I'm like, I'm where you were a couple years ago, mm-hmm. just in find, just in you know, just finding it and just trying to find that rhythm. Because a lot of times, like I won't post just because I'd be like, they don't want to see this, and I'm just like, no, you're thinking too much. Stop thinking, just keep putting out, and then once eventually you'll catch it and you'll be like, oh, this is what I need to do. You did a live for three hours, and when <laughs> I watched it last night, it was at a thousand views. Yeah, that's why for your channel, for you to only have twenty thousand followers. Yeah. That's unheard of for a live to do any type of numbers like that. And I was making some decent money every Bro, time. So yeah, people like when people come to you. So it's like it's easier for you, believe it or not, <laughs> because you're like, man, ninety percent, ninety percent of your million views and all of this came from you doing it. Mine didn't. It came from this major, this major thing, and now I'm on my own. It's like, yeah, now these people are already familiar with you. I have to show people, hey. I'm somebody, and then they're like, okay, maybe, but I'm going over here, and this is the people. But but don't you feel like there's innate pressures in both ways? Elaborate. Because, okay, so if you've seen me, and you've seen me do a video, people have seen me on different platforms, Mm -hmm. and seen me do a video, did 20 million. Uh Uh-huh. I haven't cracked a million myself. Mm-hmm. So when they, if, if you know, I've done a lot, you know, on other things. And so it's easy for a person to be like, oh, well, you only did that because you was on there. You can't do it by yourself. Like that's, these these are the, the thoughts that you have. I get it. Yeah, I'll just be like, but then I'll be like, but the content's not changing. Like, you know, like even I, I was even talking to uh, Tajereen because like she was just like, don't. Like, and she kind of gave me some some sense and sensibility about things because mm-hmm. I'll be too much in my head. She was like, "Do I sat back and listened to your Quarantine Shorty record. It was fire. Like, she was like, you just made me need to switch a couple things here and there. Mm-hmm. And she was giving me like some technical things that she switched. She was like, but you you had the right idea. You just got to keep shooting. So mm-hmm. now I'm just kind of going back to my, my volume shooter mode. But I think that the game is changing. And I think, honestly, by 2030, because I feel like a lot of these TV execs, studio execs got exposed. What do they do? What do they do? They just sit there. They just sit there and guess. They sit there and guess. Like, why not? And I feel like now with the evolution of cameras and how people are shooting and some of the stuff that you're talking about, you be shooting on iPhones. It looks like a TV show. It sounds great. So it's just like, you know, because I feel like when you go to like these big powerhouse studios, Mm -hmm. all they have there in those positions to tell you what you can and can't do are people that failed at what you're trying to do. And they get to gatekeep and be like, nah. I'm this person ain't getting in, yeah. but this person can get it's, in. It's, it's ridiculous when you think about it. Yeah. So I, I'm glad that the game is changing. People like Country Rain, people like yourself, people like 85 but South. the views, man, nothing but love for all those guys. And I love 85 South. Chico, right. DC, Carlos, man, mm-hmm. I love those dudes. Genuine guys. Yeah. Um, when we're talking about the views of these videos of yours, mm-hmm. you got to think about it like this, man. You're building something. Yeah. And people don't know how to find mm-hmm. people. Yeah. As much as I say to people, check the description, click this. What's the description? Okay. <laughs> Go here, link in bio. 
where's what's the link where's the bio and you're like bro i literally told you how to get to it people don't know mm -hmm. so when they see your joints on all deaf they're like oh how come you don't do your thing no more like you can't imagine how many people to this day be like hey man why you stop posting videos and i'm like i never stopped <laughs> you have been to my page of people Click the bell, get your notifications. This is how you find out, right? Mm -hmm. Also, shout out to the people who have been uh, religiously subscribed to the Patreon, new people to the Patreon, getting all the stuff early. And thank you to the people who've been newly subscribing on YouTube, Facebook. So Facebook, people were like, yeah, man, where, how come you ain't been posting the videos? And it's like, bro, I have. I never stopped, right? Uh -huh. But they don't know to click your name and go to your page and look. They mm. feel because the way algorithms are, mm. if it's not shown to them when they open their phone up, they're not looking for it. That's, that's like, why algorithm is so important. Yes. So to your problem, uh -huh. where you're like, man, it ain't doing these numbers. When you were a part of this thing, this thing has its own algorithm because there are so many people who follow it. So they're following it, and people might not be following it to follow that. Mm -hmm. They're following it for certain people. Right. So if these people no longer appear on this thing, they can't see that. Mm -hmm. So for you, it's like, if they don't know how to just search your name and go to your page, they won't find it. But mm -hmm. the people who did find it, deserve love because they found it absolutely and tangerine was telling me something about that too like marketing my name because i have a weird name with a weird spelling and when you go nobody spells your name right exactly so it's do boy then i have a i am do boy so it's just like i gotta figure out something no boy tv you know it's a lot so i gotta figure out how to how to, Too late to how spell to, it differently though unfortunately i gotta do something to uniform this better but what i was gonna tell you because yeah. you, you hit a great point and on your arm Another thing, I see it every day. Um, it was another thing that you had said that I had realized in this book as well that you had just said. You had said that I'm building something, right? Yeah. And most people get impatient when building something. And a lot of times we just romanticize the end goal. So mm -hmm. a lot of times I could just sit here and be like, man, I can't wait till I got 30 million views on a video mm -hmm. and 10 million in my bank account. Like, mm -hmm. but. Nobody wants to go through the five years of putting up a video every day and failing. And, you know what I'm saying? So even with weight loss, like everybody wants abs, but mm -hmm. nobody wants to weigh their food and stay in the gym for three. Like, so I'm starting to start to fall in love with the process of things. So it's the journey, bro. It Everything. Was, and it was cool, too, because I looked at my um at my YouTube page the other day because I was looking for a certain video and I couldn't find it. And so I had to go through my page because I told myself I wanted to really build it this year and i started to look i was like i have been posting i've been looking at your growth a lot it's great i've so. seen the growth i'm like i've seen it even looking at the live but beyond that i'll see videos you post and i'm like man because i'm a good friend and i look <laughs> and i'm like man this dude is growing like the the reach that you have mm -hmm. and the results that you're getting per video is amazing and it's so unheard of at that time um and everybody has different methods about growing their business and growing their base yeah, so that's all, that's that's really the 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 cue that I'm on, man. I'm trying to uh, build the the business and um and get it get it uh clicking. Before we get out of here, I wanted to let you see your opinion. Opinion. Oh, we don't have to get out of here. We no, got man, a bunch I'm of other stuff too. Um, so you know we got we got to tell people to hide their sons. Oh my God! Hide your sons. Brittany Renner is back. I don't want to call her winner because that means it sounds like she's winning. It's Renner it's with an Renner. R. Yeah. Um, she was posted at some um, college talking about hide your son. She looking for another young dude. Women this is, were mad at that too. Listen, I feel like this is now. 
it's a lot of situations that we're starting to see double standards with men and women mm-hmm. i'm not even gonna talk i'll tell you some of the other ones off camera but there's some that's starting to come out about some women and some things they've done with some younger dudes mm-hmm. it's like if that's true who but with this one that we're talking about because we know this mm-hmm. right now right Brittany renner was out of college trying to recruit another young man i believe she's 26 years old um she's 26 she's 26 um, okay let me make sure because i don't want to be yeah, fact checking and be wrong um, but this wouldn't be cool if this was a dude doing that. Like, if it was a dude going to a college, like hide your daughters, and he was twenty, like niggas be like, bro, that's well. Here's the thing: I don't think any man of any age would be any. Nobody would be okay hearing a man. She's twenty nine. Hide anything? She's almost thirty. With a woman, um, almost thirty. Okay. And she's talking about going to college. She already then got this dude, had a baby with him, divorced him, getting his check in his pockets, and now she want a stepdaddy. I, I just, I don't, it just reeks of, but what about you, Brittany? Like, what you, is this all it's that, is this all we're going to hear? Is that you're, or, or are you just trolling us? Like, are you, are you going to give us a show? Is this supposed to be funny now? Because it looks predatory. Can I flip this? Go ahead. What if... <laughs> what if she posted it and we're reading it wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like what when people did the like, va- vacation and vaccine. Hide your sons. <laughs> like, why, Brittany? What's going on over there? Hide them. And like, oh man, we gotta find out. But everybody's reading it because she dated the young guy. Like, nah, hide but she, your sons. she's trolling us for sure. <laughs> and if a guy did that, we would cook him. If it was a 30-year-old dude. Talk about going up there and getting with it. That's not. I just. I don't like it. I don't. I don't think that it sends the if right it was message. Eighteen. That's still. It's. It doesn't. She was sound watching good. his. She was the dude that she's with. She was watching. That's the thing. She was watching his games when she was twenty six. Mm. So he was eighteen, nineteen. Like that's. And and when you come off like it's just something because I mean I'm raising a black woman obviously my uh-huh. daughter's upstairs at your house right now so it's like I he try- brought her <laughs> so, <laughs> that so oh yeah it is oh, yeah, it is. yeah my, my daughter's she's upstairs, upstairs. Uh- I brought her she's watching TV yeah but no so it's like you know I don't ever want my daughter to feel like that's what you got to do to get some bread or you got to mm-hmm. be out here trying to that because when you're putting so much value to take something from somebody else you're devaluing yourself. Yes, but there's, in that sense, because when you start going into the age part of it, when you said, like, you know, he's 18, she's 26, we know that there are men that <laughs> like, are 50. Like me, and, like me and Tony ain't got a... <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> kettle meat pot. Pot meat kettle. <laughs> now that you're introduced. I mean, I don't know. This is just predatory. No, boy, how's your girlfriend? Let's stay on the subject at hand. <laughs> The difference in y'all's ages. Man, Brittany wrong, man. Hey, man, she anyway. needs to be taken to task. <laughs> There's less of a difference between her and that nigga than you and your... Shut up! Shut your Ooh. mouth. Shut, shut your shut sticky your face. White mouth. You said your right mouth. <laughs> but nah, I feel like she's wrong. I feel like she's trash for this. And I feel like she should just chill. I feel like you already got caked up. You already got the bread. Get a TV show. Get a reality show, man. Like, I want to see, you know, black women prosper. I don't want to see you out here looking like you just looking for a come up through your box. I don't want to see that. And that's what it looks like to me. It looks like this is the breadwinner for your house by the things you're saying. Let me ask you this. So it looks like. Would you, have you ever dated women older than you? 
Um, like as a girlfriend? <laughs> sure. <laughs> like relationship. I've dated, but I've never had a relationship with a woman older than me. So Dang. they've always been younger than you? They've always been younger than me. So? My first girlfriend was two years younger than me. Okay. My daughter's mom. It, it didn't get to big gaps until Tony. My daughter's mom was, we're like three years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex-wife, were like four years apart. Mm. Um, me and such and such was like five years apart. Um so nah, but Tony was like the first person where it was ten or better. Okay, and still no judgment. I'm just asking because cool. like we're saying the the double standard things. Uh-huh. But I think her statement. I'm not defending her. Please, cameras right. don't think I'm defending her. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying what she did because of her prior history is definitely not a good look. Right, and it seems extremely predatory. Mm-hmm. None of my business. But uh, I don't. But know. see, that's the thing. I don't have a problem. With the age of you dating the, the, the dude. I don't have a problem with that. You mm-hmm. can do that. But to make it seem that the issue that I have is when you pull up to a college to essentially troll to say, I'm looking for one of these young dudes to get me pregnant. That's what I got the issue with. Did she say that? That I'm looking for one of these well, young dudes? Well, she said, hide your son. So it's, it's she could be trolling. She, But it's, it's, it's very important that you take words that are said instead of what you think on, they mean. Let's 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 not misquote anything. Yeah, Hold on one second. It's like, oh man, he got this water bottle. Oh yeah. No, she said, "Hey Jackson State, hide your sons with this emoji." You know that. Okay. So you know what that means. So, is, are there any other words that this that is what she says? Sir. Got you. So hey, what Jackson you just State. said. So she's just trolling. It sounds, but coming you from added a, meaning more to it. Like, yeah, man, she talks, she's trying to get somebody to take care of her kid. She's trying to get a, a new kid. You said that. Right. I didn't say all those things. She didn't say any of those things. But right. what I'm saying is all the things that I said was predicated off of what she's done and what her history says. Mm-hmm. So a couple years ago, you was up here with the PJ cat and you got pregnant. You married him three months later. Da, da, da. Now you're back at another school and you're like, yo, hide your son. So we're just left to think, oh, are you doing the same thing you were doing I understand. with this other guy? Maybe you're not. And maybe you're just saying hide your sons for a different reason. Maybe there's hide your stop you know, Maybe there's something else going on. But but these are the things, man. Um, I know hey, they're none brother. of your business, but you know they're they're pop culture. We touch on them from no, time no. To I, time. I wasn't. I I just you know I like. Let me tell you why a lot of things. I don't know. I say none of my business. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy living the life that I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of time. People say things that come back to bite them. Mm-hmm. And, well, that was a perfect example when you were like, because I swear to God, I wasn't even thinking about you on Tony. Mm-hmm. You were like, I was like, okay, hey, man. Well, you know, it's double standard. <laughs> What's the youngest? And then you were like, okay, Pac, me, <laughs> I'm always keeping a hundred. I, I never even thought of that. I don't ever want to make it seem like I am the the pristine model yeah. of what's right but what i'm calling her out on is not the same thing i'm doing like right, I, right, right, right. I just i don't i don't find value in a woman who's making it seem like she's making her living off of getting impregnated by rich men that's what i don't like right, regardless right. of their age even I think if they're the, older the prep is always for us to teach children better men and women right because I, I think that we don't i, I think to look that, out for behaviors yeah and i think that what doesn't get thought about is the child Never. When it's something like that. Like, if it is getting looked at as... Because kids are a full-time responsibility. Like, Kiara's 16, and I am still 
just as involved with her day to day as I was when she was two. Mm. Like it's just different things now. It's taking her to school. It's mm-hmm. taking her to get physicals. It's different things. But it's it kids take a lot of bandwidth. And Kiara's been smarter than you for a long time. Very long time. Man, when she was like three or four, I was I saw her do something to manipulate you, and you fell for it. And I was like, bro, she's I, got him. I, I'll never forget when I got Jeez. when I got mad at her, and I'm yeah. a, I'm a probably messed this up, but she, I, I'll never forget. I realized I was much less intelligent man she was like eight when i said this and i was like i was yelling she was just like you she she was she was like getting upset she was like you 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 just keep you just keep getting angry with me and i'm like i'm not angry with you i'm upset she was like upset is a synonym of angry i was just like what is a synonym (laughs) this little nigga is smart what is a synonym i was just like she got it at eight like that school stuff you going somewhere to keep on doing your cinnamon only cinnamon i know is toast crunch (laughs) <laughs> yo what did you feel about this michigan thing where they're about to there's a michigan school district and yeah now, okay i really want to talk about this we don't have to rest this, this is your, an amazing this is transition by the way this is your house i'm gonna we give just, you credit for that that's hey, man. the best transition in 38 episodes i feel a certain type of way about this 37 to 37 okay. 38 this is, okay okay so michigan school district cancels halloween and valentine's day to not hurt kids feelings so they didn't, they <laughs> cancel all Halloween <laughs> Halloween and Valentine's Day activities in order not to hurt the feelings of children whose parents don't want them to participate. I'm going to let you go first because I, all right, I, I well, got first, a loaded So you punishing everybody, it's even just, the kids that parents are school with it. Exactly. Two, we all went to school with, I don't want to generalize, I went to school mm-hmm. with uh, kids who... Did not celebrate holidays. Mm-hmm. I went to school with kids whose parents didn't allow them to be a part of certain school events. This was their normal. This was mm-hmm. the thing that they had done. Didn't take away from me enjoying these things. Didn't take away from them not being interested in mm-hmm. the things that we were all enjoying because they weren't interested in them. So for you to take these things away that have been staples uh, in school since probably the beginning of this man-made holiday or both holidays is ridiculous you want to stop kids from feeling bad how about we start targeting the bullies because we all have seen these kids in people's classes and the teachers know who the bullies are Mm -hmm. or if the kid is coming in there and he's sitting like this when he next to a kid how about you know what together read the room read the room so them doing that this this is really getting so sensitive man everything around us people's opinions are holding so much more weight on society and it's unfortunate in a yeah, lot of circumstances. I, I, I don't I it's 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 getting mount ridiculous. Yep. I don't understand. Like everyone's offended from everything and it's like really like Halloween costumes like Valentine's Day but I, I, like I'm telling you, man, I feel we are on a slippery slope to where nothing. Like I feel, and and really, I think we're gonna be affected more than the average Joe because they're cutting down everything that mm. they're that like that we're allowed to say. Like even I just remember, and I won't say, but I we shot a sketch for a different spot years ago, and if we played that same sketch now, couldn't get away with it. I'll tell we you, shot a sketch for I'll a tell you. Spot. I'll tell you after we get off air, but I'll tell you why and what it was. But they are, I just feel like they're neutering 
comedians so much. And it's like, of course, now we can't eat. But it's like when we're saying it, it's not like we're saying things so you can go home and feel bad. It's like most comedians are going to have at least some jokes about themselves, too. So if somebody can stand in a room in a in a in a space full of strangers mm-hmm. and tell them intimate secrets about themselves and you laugh and then tell you stuff about and then take I just don't know where we're going. I'll tell with you this. this. They don't attack the white classics. Not to make this super racist, mm. but just to tell you to open your eyes. I was watching an episode of Three's Company the other day and I was like This could not exist. But if this oh. <laughs> If this was a situation where Jack Tripper had a different tan of skin, that show would have been removed. But they always have a way to explain why something is okay. It goes back to what my mama said. They make rules for them and laws for us. So they will always find a way to justify their behavior and uh, limit and destroy ours. Is is, is Dukes of Hazard considered a racist show because they had the Confederate flag on top of the car when it was jumping? Do you see what I just said? <laughs> Ain't nobody said nothing. <laughs> Ain't nobody checked none. No, it's Dukes of Hazard. But let's focus on different strokes. Those kids shouldn't have even been in a position to be adopted. <laughs> different strokes. I used to like different strokes. Brother, let me tell you something. Is that showing my age again? Absolutely. Oh. But I mean, reruns happen. <laughs> like, I was telling Tangerine about, um, I was telling Tangerine, I was like, I grew up watching in Detroit, they have, and this, there's a comment, mm. guys have something from Detroit all the time, and it's like, hey, man, I have to because apparently y'all don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, they showed, I don't know if this happened for everybody in different regions, mm. but all the reruns from these classic shows will play on regular TV during the hours of like 10 a.m. to 3 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm home certain days, or if it's like summertime, I'm watching all the classics. I'm watching Taxi reruns, Happy Days, um... I would watch Empty Nest. I would watch all these shows. And I'm telling Sandrine this. And she was like, how did you? You're lying about your age. I'm like, no, these just aired in wow. reruns. Wow. So you but know I happy didn't days. know they were old. I always wondered how you knew age. Yeah. So you knew the font. I didn't know they were old shows. Like, I would watch Taxi. Uh-huh. And I would watch a Danny DeVito movie. They'd be like, man, he looks so much older here than he looked in the TV show I saw earlier today. So you was watching old stuff thinking it was new stuff. Didn't even know. That is I was watching Gilligan's Island reruns. It was great. (laughs) Great TV. Yo, people are uh, speaking of things on TV that people either like to see or don't like to see, Mm -hmm. they're body shaming Lizzo again. This girl can't catch a break. At this point I love Lizzo. Oh gosh. All right. Love Lizzo. And I'm a big guy. No way. You? Unbeknownst to most. But I'm just like this, sweetheart. And I, I got a lot of love for Lizzo. Friend of the podcast. Um, um, Is she really? Because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Friend of the podcast. I just think it's like this. At this point, stop responding to it. Just oh. do what you're going to do. Because you know what's going to come. It's almost the equivalent of when I get in the comments. I know people are going to say stuff. You know when you twerk, people are going to say things. But another kind of twist on this and i think that we can all kind of learn something from it um jonah hill it's mm. another story i put oh, in there man. he had made a statement and was like please don't comment to me on my weight 
whether you are giving me a compliment or telling me I gain weight, it's hurtful. I don't like it. I have never felt more of a statement than when he said that. And then I sent another comment. Somebody said, Coy LeRae always being talked about for being too skinny. They talk about uh, um, Mega Stallion for being too strong. They talk about Lizzo for being too big. A woman can't even be regular out here. Should people just stop talking about people's bodies? They'll never stop. People can people can't help it, and a lot of times it, it goes down to sometimes people are reacting for themselves, deflecting. They're deflecting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, bro. A lot of times people are deflecting, and you suffer because of that. Mm-hmm. So, like I told you, I would always hear, "Man, that's when you was real skinny," and it's like, uh, "Hey, man, you just ruined my day." Thanks. <laughs> it was like, "Oh man, you big," or whatever the case. Right. Like, people always have something to say about your appearance or mm. something that you're doing. Meanwhile, they don't look how you think that they should look. But I learned this from a lot of beautiful women friends of mine. Mm. I had to really take uh I had to really take stock in a lot of them because I was shooting one day. Mm. I'll just say their names. So I was shooting one day with Waz W A Z mm. or you start typing Wiz in the comments. <laughs> and Corbin. Mm. And Waz said to Corbin, he was like, hey, Corbin, I don't really like your hair like that. <laughs> he didn't lead up to it or nothing? Just, I'm going to start there. Listen to me. <laughs> Corbin and I have the exact same birthday. We uh, both May 9th. Love Corbin to death. Mm-hmm. Corbin's gorgeous. These are facts. <laughs> Corbin is one of the sweetest girls in the world. I say mm-hmm. all of these things for a reason. When Waz said that to her, that sweetness, she was like, I'm sorry, Waz. I don't say anything about the things that I don't like that you do. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. Wow. She doesn't say anything that she doesn't like about somebody. And then everybody immediately start feeling, because she's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You start feeling self, you know, you like, am I next? Right? So she was like, so Waz, like, uh, like an hour goes by. And then she was like, Waz? I don't like that shirt. And I was like, <laughs> open a can of worms. Slippery slope. So truly secure people mm-hmm. don't feel the need to tell you what they don't like about you. They tell you the things that they do like. And at the same time, think if you even have a relationship with somebody to critique anything. I often say, especially when it comes to comments, I say, hey, before you say something out of pocket, think to yourself, do I have his phone number? If mm. not, I should probably shut the back. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people be saying anything, and comments affect people, and they don't really. And I've this has been said since the internet has been a thing. Words carry so much weight because Mm. power, life, and death. It's the power, life, and death. It's like people don't understand. They'll say things like, "Well, you chose this career. Yeah, I chose to be to show my art Mm -hmm. on a completely different level than I was doing it. Right, but I did not open the door to be disrespected. Right, and Listen, fam. I hate that. I hate when people respond with that. It come along with the game. Shut your head. Those are people who don't understand the game. Exactly. If you still got feelings. It ain't no like feelings. just because this is a job is like your feelings don't hurt. Man, it's like uh it's like a guy getting turned down by a girl and him being sad about it. And you'd be like, but No, I'll I'll, I'll tell this you is what, what you're open for, right? I'll you're te- a man. You gotta come <laughs> with the territory. I'll tell you one of the comments last week that destroyed irked you. Me. Irked me. Go ahead. And I'll just paraphrase it. No, I don't know who said it, but okay. this is they inferred mm-hmm. that I was in some way holding you back from something. 
where was this in the comments? And they said, and they referenced that I previously was holding someone else back. That's the narrative that I mm. just. It's like you know what? At the end of the day, if you don't like what I do, if you if you think those just crazy willy nilly, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about just people mm. in general. That's fine. I could live with that. Oh, those always talking about the STD caught back in the day, and he hates condoms. Yeah, that, okay, cool. Bear, bear, bear. But yeah, all those things. But don't put stuff on me that ain't there. Mm. I I genuinely it makes my stomach hurt. So for somebody to say I am holding this man back when this man just purchased his first home, is going on his first tour, <laughs> living his life, ain't nothing I'm doing to hold CT back. And I just hate that whatever I have presented to the public keeps making me look like that. That's why I had to just say, you know what? Own it. You did it before. You put stuff out there about yourself before. Now you have the the power to control that narrative and change it moving forward. So I can change that, and I cannot look at those comments. You can but also it, block people, but exactly. But I I would be remiss and I would be lying if I said that that didn't hurt my feelings for a person to think I'm holding my friend back. Two things, well, three things. One, now give me one of the comments that you read that you were like, man, this is really cool. I ain't got that. See, <laughs> that folks in that positive man. I read a comment that was like, "Man, see, do you, man. Well, no, they love you now. No, no, no. They've just yeah. totally flipped. Yeah, they flipped. That's why you came back with the bars. Like, oh, we'll tip the scale. <laughs> there's came a woman with fifty extra bars. There's a woman who always uh, comments so angrily about you, but it's like love. Uh, like she's always angry that you've done something, mm-hmm. but you you read it in a comment that is love with it. Uh, it's not like she's just saying something to hate on you, mm-hmm. but she's like, "Doe boy, if you don't bring them bars back by next episode, I, I swear to. to God." I was chopped liver. Some angry faces. I was like, oh, she means this. I I wanted some positive comments. So here's the thing. (laughs) I read one of the comments and was like, yo, CT, this is why I loved it. Mm -hmm. I was like, yo, CT is really funny. Oh, yeah. This dude, if you listen to what he says, and I was like, love. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because (laughs) so often we do the show and I'm I'm dropping fire. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before. I'm like, because your voice is louder than mine. Mm-hmm. They're hearing your punchlines, which are funny because mm-hmm. I'm laughing at them. But they don't hear mine. <laughs> I'll be and stepping then, on shit. <laughs> My bad. It's fine. But I'm saying <laughs> these are still microphones that are picking up our voices so right. people hear. Mm-hmm. And he said it because everybody's always like, the things that I get annoyed by are like, oh, CT, you're such a good friend. Adult. Like, hey, man, this ain't no sidekick shit. Yeah. Man. We're literally equal people. So it's like, man, you know what? No, boy, you're so lucky to have CT. It's like, uh. get to my funny. Right? <laughs> so the dude says it. And I was like, thank you. Like this, finally, I'm being seen. But you got to focus on the positives yeah. more than the negatives. So it's like the negative people, I was about to respond to one guy. He said something negative. And I was like, oh, I know what I can do. Hide user. Now you can never see the show again. <laughs> I'm a villain, bro. Like now you're I'm gonna show I'm t- you. Yeah, I'm telling you. Sometimes you gotta turn into the villain. You're not going to ever be able to say something out of pocket to me ever. Cause you won't say it in my face. Cause when we get in person, it's just like oh. And if hey, you man, and you if really y'all forgot, gonna, this comes off this too. This comes off too. You better I let couldn't believe know. he said that. <laughs> man, I'm loving the tempo and the flow of these shows, man. I feel great. We Oh, wait, because people will comment on you. Not, I'm not talking about the comments anymore. I'm saying mm-hmm. people will comment on an appearance. I've, I've always just been a fan of you don't have something nice to say. Don't say anything at all, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm not going to say something to big up you, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to say 
anything. I don't have time to give negativity because that comes right back faster than karma. Right. Facts. And so I, fast. And I, that's what I'm really just trying to get into, man. I just try to just focus on the just the fun and just start to just build those moments man because that's what i think life is about like when you think about life and like the dope stuff about it Mm -hmm. we always just going for those moments like you see what i'm saying like like the moments like the first time you opened up for martin lawrence Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying like you're always gonna remember that like yeah yeah, you'll there'll probably be some kid that grew up to open it for you later when you're doing arenas and all and that's great but that moment will mean that to you or when you first got your or you first got your car was just so i'm always just trying to just stay in the positive mind of i got a dope life i got a dope kid i got dope friends i got dope podcasts like oh that was a thing i'm gonna just stay happy about the things that i have the uh third thing um i'm sorry that that person made you feel like that you could never hold me back nobody could and uh everything that you're doing is great and i'm glad to see that you're realizing that you control the things that enter your life. Not certain, like if a motherfucker is like, hey, my great aunt uh, just got a pimple on her face. Like that's not something that you could have possibly brought onto yourself or your family. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying the things that you attract into your life that are dope, you have the power to attract even more. So only focus on, the great things. Don't focus on the lack because mm-hmm. you'll get more lack. I here in the country Wayne thing that you said about the seven million, man. In three hundred days, brother. <laughs> what is this? October, mm-hmm. man. In August, Tashreen was like, "Yeah, so uh, hey, baby, buy this thing for me." And I looked at her and I was like, <sighs> "Buy, <laughs> baby girl. I'm in my last run." <laughs> <laughs> But in my mind, I knew uh, that more was coming and things would continue to get better. And mm. things are way better than I thought. Even with the tour, I was mm. like, man, I was hitting my agents all summer. Like, yo, I want to do some dates. I want to do some dates. The Detroit date came. And I'm like, yo, let's get some more. Mm. And they weren't coming. And I'm like, geez, Louise, I had given the cities that I wanted to do for the first run and I wasn't hearing nothing. And then two weeks ago, they just start pouring I'm talking about like I would get three a day and I'm like this is crazy so it's like attracting what you want instead mm-hmm. of focusing on what you don't have yeah and I'll I be learning from my kid man like I was cleaning up Kiara's room the other day oh you wow and um because she you know she was just she, she said she, hey she daddy <laughs> room ain't gonna clean itself in it. so and so i um i was making her, it was it was on her birthday and mm-hmm. so i was making her bed and so like i looked under her pillow it was like a card there i was you know i'm nosy i'm like what is this and so she had like a list of things i won't say what it was but she had like positive affirmations that she puts under her pillow dope. and she and it was just so sweet i didn't teach her that i'm like Nigga, teach me <laughs> that's so great. that's the type of time my mom man so yeah this positive is affirmations i like it yeah at she, least you know one of her love languages are words of affirmation now. absolutely when I be making her lunches for her, I write her a little card and say mm. something nice. I be trying Bro, to be a good dad, man. Well, my mom doesn't know because I know <laughs> she's watching. My mom is the best. She literally watches everything that I drop. That's why I'm careful about certain things. Uh-huh. Uh, but my mom, every year, she'll write an incredible birthday card. And I've saved so many of those cards, especially since I've been in L.A. Mm. Uh, you know, you got to take that L before I move to L.A., mama. But uh, <laughs> ever since coming to L.A., wrote so many nice things that it's like, oh, my God, like, I'm so blessed. Mm. Speaking of which, let's talk about um, after the last episode, your mom was in town to go mm. to Universal. Yeah. Uh, what ended up happening? She came. She <laughs> How was the hangout? 
We hung out. I mean, they came over to the crib. We uh, we ordered some Gus's fried chicken. That mm-hmm. when I was still eating trash, I ain't eating fried chicken no more. Mm-hmm. Um, and we chilled. They stayed till about two. They rolled out. So it really wasn't. Um, we didn't really get to have like a deep sit down conversation. Um, I know that she had to. You know that they were going. And I'm. I'm think. I'm. I, did we record last Sunday? Yes. Yeah, so I had other stuff going on. No, we too. recorded last Saturday. Right, to, to accommodate that. Right. So I, I was just doing, you know, other stuff. I think I had ended up going to sleep. But it was cool to definitely see her, to see her husband, like, you know what I'm saying? So we definitely got to chop it up. They had a great time um, with where they went and everything. But, you know, we really didn't get to sit down and kind of have that, hey, someone talk Did y'all hug? Oh, yeah, absolutely. A mother's my hug crazy. I love my mama, man. So, yeah. And my I, mom always... When I hug her, she always rocks to the left and the right, <laughs> and it makes me laugh. Like a it's little so two-step. Random. She's like, I'm like, okay. Oh, this is why I did want to get your opinion on because we did touch on it briefly mm-hmm. last week, but now I finally got to see the whole thing. So, Squid Games, brother, did you finish it? Can we give spoilers? I'm spoiling. Let's spoil it. Well. Let you guys run off if you don't want to listen. No, no, no. no, no. We're not gonna spoil. We it. won't spoil it. You should watch it though. You gotta watch it. I was sitting. I was watching Fire. with my mom, and we got to like episode six, uh-huh. and she was like, "This is cruel." And I was like, <laughs> "What? I'm not watching this anymore." Because my mom got this thing about uh-huh. um, elderly mm. stuff. Like she doesn't like. Anybody to take advantage of elderly people, which nobody should. Like, if we're blessed enough to become elders, you want to be taken care of. So I get it. That's been a big fear of hers her entire life Mm. since I've been around. But um, (laughs) we got to that that, that part. Uh And uh, she was like, I'm not watching no more. And I'm like, you got to watch it. Turn it off for the VCR. It's on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) But it was one of those things where I had to, I was like, are you going to watch it or you want me to tell you? She was like, tell me. I'm like. It was a great show. I had to explain to her everything that happened uh-huh. for her to understand that moment wasn't what she thought it was. Did you understand the ending? Maybe we could talk after off camera about what you, because some things had changed at the end. And we were just sitting there like, nobody's going to say anything about the change. And so I had to Google it online. And there's like different theories about what that thing, you know the thing I'm talking about, right? You talking about the color? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no one's going to say anything. It looked ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I was so mad. But so um, I had to look up some theories, and they basically said it kind of is going to run into season two. Uh, and it's, So they're going to do a season two. Oh, that's hard. He going to get the bag, too. I guess the dude that wrote it, apparently he had been writing this since 09, and then it got, he had to pawn his laptop. At one point in time. And look, he made it to Squid Games. So maybe I am on the right path after all. Man, I'm telling you, bro. I got the keyboard. Man, get that keyboard going. (laughs) He still got that laptop. Man, that laptop is still But now they said that he has the most streamed show on Netflix ever. You've never seen a show like it. You've seen shows that have wanted to be that, but they never went there. I want to have this conversation with you Mm -hmm. and responsibly. Okay. Because I don't want either one of us to get canceled. By how I'm gonna say Speaking this. of which, man, I need love in the comments <laughs> for the fact that we had no issue, no text, no text combo, and I spoke to him this week a couple times. Called and checked on me. Yeah, Appreciate that. Okay, I said this to Tonisha, and I said I don't know if you see me saying I on the live that name. I literally <laughs> just need her call, Tony. Said this to Sean. Said this to Chantel. Oh, well, that's fire. <laughs> that's what, fire. Chantel. Okay, so talk to her parents. okay, so with this show. 
Like it's a all Asian cast. Yeah. Okay. There's another movie that I had watched maybe a year ago called Parasite. All Asian cast. Right. Riveting. Still gotta watch it. Um, and there was something else that I had seen with an all Asian cast. I was like, great. Crazy Rich Asians. It wasn't Crazy Rich Asians. It was, was something fire. else. But it was just like, but what it made me feel like, and really what I was saying, I was like, yo. Asian people are so dope. They are. And when I say that, because I feel like they're not represented enough in entertainment. Like, That's how I, feel as well. I don't see enough. So I'm just like, I think that there should be more inclusion of Asian content. Because I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> like, I need to see more of this. And I just don't know why. And maybe we're on the way to starting to see that. But when you think I've about been including it. including a lot of Asians for a long time, folks. <laughs> Oh yeah, you got the whole uh, series going on with that. <laughs> but why do you think that that is that they're not represented enough? I think much like most minorities, um, until Hollywood sees a value in us, they won't ever place us in positions or allow our positions allow us to put ourselves in positions mm -hmm. to where we are bankable. When you look at China as two billion China, people, yes, so many people like that's money. That's why I knew Shang Chi was gonna kill because it's their first superhero on a mainstream stage mm -hmm. uh the exact same thing when you go back and look at slumdog millionaire that's what i was talking about slumdog millionaire those those because i don't i can't i don't even want to say the wrong name for their community mm -hmm. but it's like no the indian community or let's say middle eastern the middle eastern community had never had themselves on the big screen in mainstream media. Oh, I wasn't talking about Slumdog Millionaire. I was talking about something else. I knew yeah. you were talking but about But I love Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, and it did well. So it's like, when you allow minorities to tell their own stories, instead of you trying to tell the stories for us, we'll always win. Stop giving us the same black movie. Mm -hmm. Stop giving us, uh, what did Alex Scott say? Sprung, um, Jason's Lyric, Ugh. and uh, Boys in the Hood all the time and let us show you what we can do. Like, and by let, let is such a strong word. Get out of the way but like, I think watch. It, I think it goes back to what we were saying before about the, the industry collapsing eventually and letting the creators get back to it because I feel like there must be some gatekeeper that's not allowing enough Asian inclusion. There are several It shouldn't have to be like, we got to meet a quota for Asian films. It should just no. be more. Or it should just be more mainstream Asian actors that don't got to be an all-Asian cast. Yeah, I mean... I feel like... Okay, like, no funny shit. Like, right? Who is a A-list a actor that we can think about off the top of our head that is Asian? The only one is Lucy Liu. I feel like that's a problem with that. So I feel like that definitely should... You know, maybe this will open the conversation to that. Because I just feel like... I felt stupid for saying that. I was just like, man, like, I want to see more... And some people were like, why don't I see? Because it? it was just cool, like, and it wasn't. Jackie Chan was holding it down for a long time. Wasn't exactly, it? or Jet Li, you know what I'm saying? So I definitely, um, yeah, I just I want to see more. But yeah, I say the girl from Squid Games, oh, she's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. she's I want to hear her actual speaking voice. But she's that was my gorgeous. one. That was my one knock on it. I don't like the voiceover stuff. You don't like dubs. I don't like voice dubs. You better get over it because some right. of that stuff be the most well written content. And here's the thing, when we're talking about, uh. The paradigm shift or mm -hmm. the paradigm. Paradigm, yeah. Paradigm. I watched the commercial and they were like, shift the paradigm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the paradigm shift is more so we decide what's hot. Mm -hmm. Like when I told you I was often uh, overlooked and it's like I didn't get picked, but I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to do my own thing. You wouldn't believe how many people have hit me up asking how I did it. 
The same people that could have given me the look. But like, hey, how do I do this? And it's like, okay. But you, I think it's just making the firm commitment of commit of committing. Yeah. If you just say, I'm going to do this, and I'm not going to stop until it's done. I feel like it's you worked get to out wherever. for me every single time. I feel like you get to wherever you got to go to. Um, this has been fun, man. This has been good. I feel like we Chicago, been damn near two hours. November 14th. You know the vibes. Baltimore, November 24th. I'm going to be in OKC November 8th, I believe, with my guy Black Ron. Um, November 12th and 13th, I'm going to be in Dallas and Houston on the Lit AF Tour. Go to Martin's page for those dates. But Chicago, Baltimore, Excuse me. Come to my page. Hit the link in the bio. Uh, and Patreon people, if y'all want to play villainy with me, tell me in the comments. You want to come back to villainy before the end of the month for at least one good time. And make sure y'all pull up to the Doughboy page. I got a new show that I'm going to be dropping on Thursday on live. I'm not going to tell you too many details about it, but just know you need to be tuning in at 7 o'clock on Thursday. I'll be dropping some announcements on it, but it's a brand new show that I'll be doing live with you guys, and I think you're going to love it. I see that you split the difference by doing... Uh, the IG live and YouTube at, at the same time. Oh yeah, I was just like, I was like watch it, that watch that YouTube take off and you stop doing the IG live. Oh yeah, but I just got I just got approved for badges and to make money on IG now. Congrats! So I was just like, oh, I'll just have it. You do so, both. You know, you know, we just gotta just keep grinding until we figure it out, man. Facebook ain't no uh, ain't nobody coming to save us. Can you go? Not coming to save us. Can you go live on Facebook? The exact same way you go on Instagram. So I suppose I just go stream your art and I can just do both of them, right? No, you want to go separate. I do that for your show that you're okay. going to do. But uh, you know what? Because I hear that there'd be a lag in the YouTube. There's definitely. But okay. yeah, I mean, what I'm going to start doing is start going live in specific places outside of me doing my show shows. Mm. But like I have to do some lives on YouTube, straight on Facebook, and IG. So uh -huh. yeah. I got an idea for your Patreon one day. Give it to me. We should do that episode live for them one day. You know what? They're doing something in there where they're going to allow you to go live straight from there soon. On Patreon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when that happens, we can do it. Okay. For sure. I know other ways that we can do it too, but yeah, I think, they, I think that they like it. So if you're part of his Patreon, and I'll be starting a Patreon soon. Maybe you guys can, you know, get that live. So that'd be fun. <laughs> finally! He's finally <laughs> doing Like, you got to drop the Patreon just for music stuff, mm -hmm. everything that's on your mind. And uh, for you, as long as you stay consistent, brother, you will change the world. That's what I'm trying to do, man. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate those kind words, man. You as well. I'm hey, proud man. of you, sir. Can't stop, won't stop Rockefeller Records. I have been your boy, Doughboy. CT is dope. Next time. <laughs>